sit back and relax while I listen to Train Kicker's podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Dan and Steve, we take you all around the world of miniature wargaming. On tonight's episode, you will notice the bottom part of the screen is blank again. Uh, Steve said he was a little bit too tired, I guess, after his birthday. He's still having a hard time adjusting, as if you listened to the last one, you could hear him talk about how tough it's been to actually adjust everything. So that's still a little bit of a concern for him right now. Um, so, hey, it's Dan and I. We figured with no Steve, we were going to do some 30K stuff, but with him not here, we figured we'll go back to some 40K, and we should be getting 30K in next week when he joins us again. Um, since we kind of changed what we were going to originally talk about, we decided we'll go through custodes tonight. We're part of them. We're not going through the whole thing. There's a whole lot more there than we thought, but we'll start them tonight because Dan is much more comfortable with that. I'm not quite as much, but since I haven't had a chance to review any of the other ones, we thought that would be a good idea. We do. It's a good first, it's a good first, uh, first impressions, you know? Usually I'm the one doing uh, the first no, impressions. First impressions. No, you got to review things first because first impressions, when you're yeah. talking about full armies, give bad viewpoints overall because true. you don't know how things always work that's why i was review true. at first um we will be getting that votan episode out we found out it's uh fridays or saturdays we have to make that work so it probably won't be this week but next week we um should be able to swing that um and now on to the show all right uh well you got you got what you wanted you suggested customers i was like nah mm-hmm. let's do 30k and then i don't know you made Steve too tired to be have like a small voodoo doll somewhere. <laughs> to be fair, he was tired before I suggested it. He was tired before I suggested it. He was tired before I suggested it. I was probably tired <laughs> the whole time. I just I imagine yeah. the uh, Hulk thing where he says he's always angry. So more like I'm always tired and he just falls asleep on spot. Yeah, no, pretty much. Um, but, all right. He is building those stupid... Um, uh, I, I feel like when I say it, it sounds like a bacteria. You, you, the Bucephali? Bucephali. Bucephali. It's pronounced Bucephali. Um, one of our friends who is actually Greek does correct us on all of our pronunciations yes. of things like that. So it's Bucephali. Um, he's building them, though. He's building them for city-states. So he's putting them to be his, his live minotaurs. Um, actually, where, I mean, he's doing a good job. Yeah. He's got the, like, the rib cage all good. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm waiting for my Bucephali so I can actually run them as undead minotaurs, which is what their <laughs> intended purpose was. Um, as, as Haslia intended. But I th- I don't know when I'll get my hands on mine. It might be another week or so. I have to find out exactly when they're coming in. Um, but we do have that. You are off to the corner. Oh, I yeah. didn't. Re- oh, yeah, that's why I tell not- you. There you go. Much there more centered now. All right. But I said tonight the goal is we're going to start the custodes. I don't know exactly. As always, I don't know how far we're going to get. Since GW doesn't do this where um, by you have characters, you have essentially like Paddle Line and like everyone else. They don't break you down like the way it used to. We can't definitively say, oh, we ended at fast attack or elites or anything like that. Yeah. That's not a thing anymore. <laughs> so we're going to go for a while. You'll see in the show notes exactly how far we get. And for the next episode, we'll hopefully pick up the rest. This should be one that we should probably be able to get done in two. We'll have to see exactly how It'll long be it takes. Uh, it's around 40. Um, it's around 40. And, but you never know. Being, Some yeah. things might take longer or if we just end up recording a little bit shorter on one of the days, you know, but that's fine um i know you could talk about them for super amounts of time so we have to see exactly how long it takes you for all of that so, I'll, I'll limit my excitedness <laughs> there is no chance of that no chance in hell yeah. no chance in hell all right um but i think without much further ado we will go ahead and get started on that so um if this is the first one of these that you've watched 
we do a brief overview, we go through the army rules, and then we go through the different units, discussing our thoughts on them, where they sit currently in, um, somewhat in the meta, but also just in terms of list building, all of that. We take it from both a competitive and non-competitive perspectives, and we, you know, GW did a um, cleanup today of things. Not really an FAQ, they didn't do that no. at all, but more of cleaning up a few things. So some of the stuff is actually going to change. Once full books are out, we'll revisit, and if any giant changes happen, We'll discuss that when it's all said and done to talk about it as an overall sweeping thing. By Here, the way, yes, I, um, we got the answer to the Torment Bringer from the Demons from yes. about five days ago. I don't know if you saw it. No, the Torment so. Bringer is just a combination of two of the Seeker Chariots, which is a dual kit itself that also builds the Hell Flayer. Got it. Okay. No, no, I didn't see that. Very good. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> it's so bad. Why? Yeah. Why? That's all right. No, I've been I've been busy working on other stuff and painting and things like that. So I haven't <laughs> I've I've been a little bit lax on looking through some things, but that's all right. All right. Why don't you do the brief? You of heard course. those words. Overview. I promise. I promise we'll be brief. I so for those who don't know the custodes, um Henry Cavill's faction, if you will. Custodes are essentially gene crafted uh specifically by the Emperor himself. So these are basically your Space Marines plus. Um even though like gray knights would be like space marines plus these are like the actual space marines plus they are faster stronger better more loyal um uncorruptible still can be puppeted aka yeah. i'm not going to ruin spoil i'm not going to spoil 30k books still can be puppeted um because chaos demons are or chaos gods are very powerful but they are essentially the the exemplars they are the golden the pun intended the golden uh, exemplars of the Imperium. Mm -hmm. um, they were also the Emperor's executioners when he had to kill off the um, Thunder Warriors. Um, and also when the Primaris came about, they also started executing some Primaris because the Gene Seed stock wasn't great. So these guys are essentially the, the, the guardians of the Imperium. Uh, mm. And then, like, slight lore note, they also try to guard the Emperor. The, uh, of course, they uh, popped up around 8th edition, uh, mostly because what happened was after the Emperor died, or, sorry, after the Emperor got unlived? No. How the, what the hell? Uh, I don't even know what you're aiming for right now. Tell you yeah, what the hell would you call the Emperor? He's not dead. He's not alive. Well, no, he, he, is, he is alive, but he, he's With in, like, the world's worst coma. Yeah, essentially. So after that happened, the custodians blamed themselves. They took as a 10,000... Yes, they should. Uh, a 10,000-year, basically, um, trauma trip. And then when Gilliman came about, he basically basically said, man up, suck it up. You did your job. It didn't work. You do something better. And now they're back out in the galaxy doing what they do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's them. That That's essentially them. I don't remember which heresy book it was. It was one of the, probably in the first 10. I probably remember, but go ahead. Um. But uh, uh, I want to say it was from uh, Sons of Horus. It might have been Word Bearers. One of them was standing there watching like a custode fight. He's talking about how the prowess and all this kind of stuff. And he said, actually, he's like, after a little bit, he's like, and then I noticed how just alone he is. Yes. And how solitary and essentially like, I actually feel bad for this man because he is 100% alone. Yes. Where he, he has no brothers, no one to fight with or fight for. Kind it's of thing. not, they are a brotherhood. They fight with each other, but each one is their own kind of, it's like the idea, the idea for this play 30 K each one is a, each one is a centurion stat line. It's what it yeah. comes down to. It's a, it's a centurion. And for those who play 40 K, each one is a captain. That's what yeah. it comes down to. 
Um, it's funny though, for those who actually want to read about custodians and I recommend, there's one series I highly recommend mm -hmm. and I usually don't with, when we do these armies, well, Necrons, I did recommend, um, uh, what was his face? Trazen, the Trazen series. Yes. I will highly recommend you read the Valerian and Alea series, the Shadows of the Watch, or okay. the Shadows of the Watcher, because it's, it basically follows Valerian and Alea because custodians can do like detective jobs essentially in Terra. That's actually mm -hmm. what they can do. And Valerian and Alea are essentially your quote-unquote detective. And Valerian is the diplomat. And Alea is, um, what's the word to, uh, she is the ch -ch 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 angry, silent, destructive person. Basically, right. one of the Terran uh, nobles basically um, waved at her and she threw him through a, a cabinet. So it's like a really strong example of good cop, bad cop. Yes, very right. much so. But it is quite hilarious. Huh. All right. All right. Well, um, again, if you are following along on any podcatcher, obviously don't look while you're while you're going along. But if you're on YouTube or if you're sitting somewhere where you can yes. watch us on YouTube, we are going to be displaying up all these things as we go along. And we are going to start with the army rule. Army rule, very simple. Martial katas. Um, in the past, in last edition, oh, God. they made it very confusing because you oh, have a variety so of, so of pieces and then you could select sub parts and this. things like that. I got this. Yeah. So last edition, there were six katas, right? Mm -hmm. Each kata had two forms. Yep. You would select three katas to do during the game. So out of the six, you chose three. Every turn, you did one half of the kata. But if you were a shield host, you can once per game do both stances, not counting the other stance, and you can go in any order. But once you do both katas, you can't go back to it. And if you choose to go to another kata, you can't go back to it unless there is a stratagem to allow you to go back to the other kata. Yeah. It was... Exactly. My, even my child... Even my child agrees it was very, very confusing. I don't know if that yeah. came up on the mic. <laughs> it absolutely came up. These are good microphones. It comes up perfectly. <laughs> she was upset at last edition at how ridiculously confusing it was. I'm sure that's but what Dave, it was. Dave, explain to us the new, much okay. more easier, it, simpler. Beginning. It is much better. So it's at the start of the fight phase. Notice it doesn't say yours or your opponent's. It's just when the fight phase occurs on either side. You select one of the stances below. That's active till the end of the phase. So they're only really helping you at that time. And it says it's active for your army, and each unit from your army gains the relative ability. So you can't intermix or anything like that, as no. they put this. So um, the first stance, uh, Capteris stance, um, each time a melee attack targets a unit, start one from the hit roll. So minus one to hit on your entire army. Gross. Um, yes. Dakatari stance, um, melee weapons have sustained hits one, or Rendax, you have lethal hits. So you can decide what you need. If you need, if, if you are struggling to hurt where the thing is, lethal hits is a good option. If you can uh, essentially get to it easily, sustained hits, and if it could actually hurt you, minus one to hit you. Yep. And it's yeah. very simplified. It buffs the army. And I kind of like it because you play the game of, you know, hmm, I got charged by a knight, but I also got charged by, um, Pardon me, but I also got charged by like you know kind of a horde of gene stealers, right? Or, I don't know, whatever. A Norn queen, let's say. Mm -hmm. I do I want the minus one to hit because that can reduce the hits in, or do I want sustained hits to try to clear out the horde because I know the Norn queen I could probably survive. So it's kind of cool that you play this. It's much more fun to play this than it was last edition, in my opinion. Yeah. It's an easier game to play as well because yeah. the, the choice 
may not always be 100% obvious, but it would be much more obvious than it was before, and it's easier yes. for your opponent. I can keep track of these are the three things you can do. I can track that. I can't track six different things that you could easily oh, get into. That's that was just too much. And then go back to or double up on. Yeah, or yeah. Because then you had the strat. You had stratagems it. that could let you do that, which made it, it was just it worse. was it was insane. It was insane. I I liked the idea. Don't get me wrong. It was just too much for that edition. It was it was the level of complication they were putting yeah. into the game that was too complicated. All right. This is uh, much more. Yeah. Detachment rule. Go ahead. Very, very quick. Now, this is very quick. Yeah. This one's very quick. Very easy. And what makes custodies the, the exact 50% win rate that they are. Um, models from your army, Adeptus Custodes, have a four plus feel no pain against mortal boots. Not psychic, not just straight mortal wounds. You have a four up feel no pain. Or four up, um, yeah, four up feel no pain. And what you'll yes. notice with this army, the custodies specifically, not sisters, they actually have a different feel no pain. Um, what you'll notice that they have a four up invul. So you're pretty much always going to have that 50-50 shot of taking the wound or not, yes. especially against mortal wounds. And what's funny is this works really well against some armies and absolute trash against others. I know showing Dave some of the statistics because I, I this goes back to our previous conversation of how stats are really cool. Um, how, you know, custodies, they win, I think, 67% of the time against Thousand Suns. Makes yeah. sense. Thousand Suns rely on mortal wounds through psychic powers, and they're just like, it's a 50-50 shot. But then they hit Gene Stealer Colts or um, Eldar, and even though Eldar toss out mortal wounds, but Gene Stealer Colts just toss out wounds. Yeah. And they do it cheaper and much more effective, so then all of a sudden that four-up, not as important because you're still going to get wounds through. So it's actually kind of cool to see. It, it's a gatekeeper army, I think was the word we used before. Yes. It, it still fits yeah. that. Um, so yeah. to me... Maybe this is a final thought thing, but I'll do it very quickly. Yeah. Um, Custodes are absolutely a gatekeeper army. They are extremely tough for a lot of armies to deal with. So much like knights were in the past, where knights weren't necessarily always the best army, but if you struggled against them or you didn't or your army necessarily didn't have the tools available, and some factions don't, or you don't have the right tools available, you're not getting past that. As we're gonna see with some of the rules they have, if you're sort of a close combat army, this might be a very huge uphill battle. Yes. Uh, certain pieces like that so they're very gatekeepery so I, this is one of the factions where i think when you look at the percentages of wins there's a lot of hidden information in that. yes so for example against mm -hmm. melee armies they're fan they are the premier ironically <laughs> versus world leaders they're the premier uh one of the premier melee armies due to some of their stratagems we'll talk about them in a little bit yeah but against shooting armies oh like you know what an army that they do not win against astro militarum because Astro Militarum, their shots have lethal hits. And sure, you could toss a million LAS guns, but if their sixes auto wound and they're supposed to wound me on sixes, but if their sixes auto wound on hits, my toughness doesn't matter. And you just start plinking off wounds. So it's actually kind of cool to see that like Space Marines, also the moments hurts, but then you face off against demons and you're like, oh no, you charged me. Who cares? Yeah. So it's it's a really interesting, they're gate creepery, but they're also weirdly like balanced against the, it's weird no. anyway well, I, don't, I i i don't agree with what you're about to say that because you're saying that and you bought you beat quite well the last last military player you went against no that was a close game that was just, no um, it wasn't the end result was not as close as you think the, well the end result because of turn five no. that that night yes. so so <laughs> yeah when the game is over <laughs> yes um, and and so I I know I I fully agree. I do think they're yeah. a bit gatekeeper. I think there's a lot of armies that don't do well at all against them, and their only reason they don't look to be one of the top is because a few of the armies that are above them 
who are above everyone else are well above them as well. Yeah, well above them. But exactly. if it wasn't for those armies, these guys would be easily into the mid sixties against everyone else. Hmm. I think fully. Because even if you shoot, I'm, you have good toughness, you have good survivability, and you always yeah. have a four up no matter what. Nothing gets through all of it because you either have invul or feel no pain against or feel uh, no mortals, pain. something. So it, it can be very dice dependent. If you just have a bad day, that's one thing. But if your dice are somewhat good, you always have a shot. Hmm. Um, all right, let's get into some strategies strategies here. Uh, let me change my notes. There we go. Have we ever looked up what the colors were? Every no. time we do this, I mean to do it, and I always forget. I, I, and I always, I know, and you always mention, but these are all blue. Oh no, sorry, no, no, no. all of them are green except for two blue. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't remember which one is. That's fine. Although these I, are all battle tactics, and the other ones are strategic and epic. No, but then epic deed. Yeah, I have yes, no idea. That's fine. <laughs> um, so first one is just Slayer of Nightmares uh, for one CP. They have a couple two CPs, so this is one of the first factions we're going to see where it gets expensive. Um, so this is during the fight phase when one of your units has not been selected to fight. So before someone fights until the end of fight phase, each time a model in that unit makes an attack that targets a monster or a vehicle, you add one to the wound. So if you're going against something big, vehicles and monsters, plus one to wound it. Yeah. Um, based off of some of the things I saw, it can absolutely be very good because some of your weapons were a little bit middling for very high. Yeah, toughness. they hit strength nine. Yeah, the highest melee strength I think is uh, yes, yeah, strength nine, which is the axe. So it absolutely does help. Yeah, it, it, they're very good against things that don't have the super high toughness. But if you do, they need a little something extra, and this gets them that yeah. extra. Okay, uh, how about avenge the fallen? Avenge the fallen. Sorry, give me a second. <clears throat> I'm burping up like lemonade. So it's start of the fight phase again. Uh, so this is one Adeptus Custodius unit from your army that has, is below its starting strength and has not been selected to fight. Mm -hmm. So until the end of the phase, add one to the attack characteristics of melee weapons equipped by models in that unit. And if that unit is below half strength, um, and until the end of the phase, add two to the attack characteristics of those melee weapons instead. Gross. So basically, you're you're getting. It used to be more complicated, by the way. Oh, I'm sure. I forgot. Everything it was, was so. No, no, this was bad, bad. Like it was like if you lost half, but then a quarter. It was just. It was a pain in the butt. Mm. Now it's just below starting strength, um, below half, half starting strength, which is hilarious. Um, it does actually like it does build up. What's someone did the math on Reddit, and honestly, I don't remember. Okay. But it's essentially if you have a five-man team, it starts paying off when you lose two of them. Okay. When you lose one, it doesn't really pay off because the amount of attacks you thought should do well. When you start losing two to three, then it starts to flip. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this is an army that your squads tend to be on the smaller side, so getting a few extra attacks is going to actually start being more yeah. appreciable. Because you you didn't necessarily I mean you have a good amount let's be honest they have tons of attacks yes but when you lose a guy you are losing therefore a lot of attacks where in yes. another army you might lose two or three guys to lose that amount of attacks so. exactly all right um, I'm wavering sentinel so this is their first two pointer um, it's the start of your fight phase as you're going to notice they have quite a bit of that one unit from your army it cannot be a sister's unit because they can't have anathema psycharum psychana sorry. Um, that's within range of objective, um, gives them fights first. Yep. So you have to be within range of an objective, can't be a sister's model, but for two CP, you get fights first. Do you want to explain fight first real quick? Yes. I've, I've, I've already explained this three to four times already to like players, and it's just, I'm getting bored of explaining yeah. it. <laughs> so, so the easiest way to think about the way combat works in this game is for the moment that there are two fight levels. Um, there is fights first and fights at all instances, 
of these levels, the defender always chooses first. That is always true. The difference is, the reason a lot of people didn't necessarily notice this or kind of see it that way is, normally only the models that charge in have fights first. So they all swung anyway. Then you went to the normal people who are already locked in to fight and the defender chose first. The difference is here, if you're a custodian you know, on that objective and you give yourself fights first when the opponent charges in on their turn, you are the defender, you get to choose the first unit, mm -hmm. and since you're in the fights first part section and one of your units has it, they may swing first. Mm -hmm. It doesn't come up much, but in this army, this is one of the strongest tactics they have. That means if you only charge, if they have the CP and you only say make one good charge, they're going to swing first, and their mm -hmm. weapons tend to be very, very good. Yes. So this is something you have to kind of go at overwhelming odds against. And they do have ways to get this as And it does go cost. back and forth. It does go back. Like, let's yes. say I... Oh, yeah, yeah. It goes back and forth after that. And you had two chargers. It would go me, you, me, you. Yes. Um, there's one more thing I wanted to add with this, and now I can't yeah. completely forgot what I know you have captains Oh, make this the reason it's confusing. Huge. Yeah, the reason it's confusing, by the way, is because last edition, there was fight first, and remember, mm. fight last. And that used to be attacker first in the charge phase, and then defender in the non-charge phase. Yes. That's why it gets confusing. Now they just flatlined it defender first, but defenders usually don't get fight first, so that's why. Yeah, yeah. There's not many ways to get it, but this is an army that reliably has it, and that's why if you're a close combat army, you really struggle against these guys because if they can save their CP for that, they can get their swings in first. And a lot of times, your close combat units want to be the one swinging first because survivability isn't necessarily as good or you really need those extra attacks. There's usually something you need. That's why you were charging. They stop you from it. Um, arcane, arcane, arcane genetic alchemy. Yep. Uh, this is your opponent's shooting phase or fight phase just after an enemy unit has been selected, has selected its target. So you have to wait for someone to select the target to pull this CP. Essentially, it's one custodian's infantry unit, so not a Anathema Psychana unit. Uh, until the end of the phase, each time an attack is allocated to the model in your unit, subtract one from the damage characteristic of the attack. This is a very powerful ability. It, yeah. it seems like not much. No, it seems um, like a lot. Which is fun. Well, okay. Let me. So it seems like not much because damage minus one doesn't seem like a lot. It does. Um, but the reason it's a lot is because we're three wounds. If we were two wounds and damage minus one, then damage three becomes damage two. Damage two becomes damage one. Still takes two to pop. But because we're three wounds base, I think it adds more to the... To the, to the value of this, yeah. because there are some two damage weapons that become one damage. Who cares about them? But those three damage weapons becoming two damage, right? And now not killing us in one blow is super, super important. And three damage weapons in melee are not common, but they are in those melee units that mm -hmm. are going to hit us. Um, and then I was going to say uh, something else. Like, three to two is big. That absolutely yeah. is. I think the two to one is also very, very big because... That is like the more common weapon you're going to see. So normally I would take you out on two. Now I need three total things to get through on you. Mm. And I, you know, I probably had a decent amount of those. My, my my three down to the two definitely hurts a lot. But those I might be serving for like your vehicles or something a little bigger. If I'm trying to take down your three wound or maybe four wound guys, putting me down to most of my weapons right then. Because um, then the face counting as like a damage one, because I'm on average mm -hmm. on a one or a two, means it's taking me forever to get through you. I'm just not going to throw enough dice. That's really yeah. what this does. Or usually just ignore that unit. I yeah. pop it after for that. One yeah, like yeah. After that, you're just like, oh, okay, I'll shoot everything else. Can you get this to a zero cost? Yes. 
Okay, just but it's only once ability. when we get to the captain ability. Yeah, it's only we'll talk about the captain when we get to him. Okay, but usually, what why you take? A, I've actually changed. Remember how I took two blade champions? Yes, I subbed a blade champ. I changed my list slightly, but I included a shield captain because you need that zero CP. Because you saw how many units I had after that game. Yes, um, and just having that zero CP is much more flexible. Blade and, champions are great. We'll talk about them. But and you and you have two ex, uh, two expensive ones. Two sitting on two, that's actually, yeah. that's a lot. There's another two. Let me just now, skip ahead. No, no, there's one. Guy, ones. one. Um, all right, so Vigil Unending. Uh, it's your command phase. It's one of your custodes units. Can't be a sister's unit. Um, one destroyed model, excluding character models, is returned to the unit with its full runes remaining. Mm -hmm. um, no more than once per battle per unit. Yep. I've never used this, and I feel like I should. <laughs> I think I keep forgetting about this stupid ability. It, it is exceedingly good. However, I can see why you necessarily haven't, because this is an addition where you get very, very little CP. So, ooh, exactly. they might charge me soon. I got to save two. Ooh, they're going to fire the whole army at this unit on the objective. I need yep, minus I need one. Two. You, you don't necessarily always have it, where another army might use this every single round. Exactly. And I think now that I added the shield captain to my list, now I'm going to be like, oh, okay, now this might be, I have like, you know, one CP, two CP. I'm going to make this free. Now I could use this for one CP. Yeah. But yeah, it's a really great ability. Adding a four wound Alaris back to the squad, mwah, beautiful. Um, but you need the CP for other shit. Yeah. <laughs> I can see sometimes where yeah. it might not feel like the best choice, even though it is a very good choice. Although if you're running low on models somewhere, Put it on there, and now you have a better shot of keeping the objective True. for your charges. And it doesn't say engagement range. It doesn't now, say engagement range. So you could literally just pop one back into the fight. Yes. Yeah, because no, no indication otherwise of, of requirements on that. Yeah. All right, last one. Uh, Sworn Guardians. Oh, this one's cool because this actually switches from the demo demon one. So this is in your movement phase. Uh, one custodian's unit, not Anathema Psychana, who's in range of an objective marker. Um, basically, you sticky it. This makes it easy. Uh, it's you stick it until the start of any end of any turn. Yeah. Um, what makes this interesting is it's not your command phase. It's your movement phase, mm. um, which I have not used as effectively as I should. Mm. But what's cool about this is you can run to a middle objective and sticky it because it's your movement phase. Yeah. Um, which is very good to play into the next turn. Um. But yeah, no, that's just it's just kind of neat. <laughs> no, it, it's a that's, good one. It's and movement. I I would not that they need it, but I would like to see um, a clarification that you can do it in the middle of the move because that's a rarity in this game <gasps> Ooh, of something. I didn't even think of that because you said in your advance. You know, I was thinking yeah. through the middle. That's what I assumed you meant. Oh, I didn't even think about that. But the, like to me, like. Technically, by the rules, you absolutely could. Although it feels weird because you're interrupting in the middle, and I don't think yeah. you really should. I, I would like them just to come out and say, whichever way it is, just say definitively. Because to me, that's a point where someone could argue, I was in range as I went across. It is still my movement phase because it's not beginning a phase, end a phase. Because oh. um, it's range of an objective. Oh, wait. Well, no, they declare. You have to be within range you, of an objective marker. Oh, uh, but that you control. So you have to already have it. And you check yes. control at end of phase. End yes. of the phase. Unless... Oh, no. It might be end of turn now. Hold on. Is this is turn? Hold on. I think this is end of turn now. So I can't even advance onto the objective. Hold on one moment. Yeah, check um, that. I guess it'd be under objective. 
Probably. Is this going to be under the car? I think it's going to well, be probably under, under control. Objective. There we go. That's how you spell it. Jesus Christ, Dan. That's right. Um, we were talking about something <laughs> earlier. Oh, because my, my parents got a new car. They got a Hyundai Tucson. And I told my wife to look up what it looked like. And I said, good luck with either of those. Yeah, the spelling. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I can't consolidate, spell. Consolidate. Consolidate. Objective control. Control. Mission. player controls oh, the objective others. at the end of any phase. Oh, end of any phase. Perfect. Okay, so it's the same as last edition. Thank God. So, so here's. So then this is weird. This so, is in your movement phase. So. Okay, so is it actually more of a. All right, so huh. here, here's the question then. All right, I have an objective. I control it now. It is now a new phase. If I, I, I technically don't control it now until the end of the phase has occurred. No, so what or happens I check is, again? This is, you check again. You check every phase. That's how it was last edition. And the wording seems to be exactly the same, so it's the same. You literally, so like, let's say in the shooting phase, I own that, ob- oh, not shooting. Let's say, yeah, in the shooting phase, I own the, ob- you own the objective in the movement phase, right? Mm-hmm. I move into the objective. I still don't own it, but I shoot you off of it, right? Mm-hmm. I check in the shooting phase. Do I own it? Let's say I still don't, right? Yeah. So that I charge you, all right? Let's say I kill enough of you to now pull your, o- I, to I, make I, my I'm OC fine with all that. Yeah. So here's my scenario. Because technically by their wording, and again, yeah. this is getting very nitty-gritty in their wording. I'm on the objective. You're nowhere near around. Who cares where you are? I control it. Mm-hmm. So um, for all intents and purposes, what, do I control it until I check again? Or do I only have control when I check? Here's the distinction of why. Yeah. Talk to if, if, if Let's say you had an objective at the end of last turn. So yeah. you control it at the end of last turn. Now your unit is going to say say uh would that work let me think let's say they want to sticky it they could stick it and move do they need another unit there so let's say you had a unit in one spot and the other unit's going to run past and they might control a little bit sticking it then i it, it's it's weird the way they put this the way they control i guess you essentially have shocked. control at moments <laughs> Yeah, I can't think of a, I, the more I think of it, I don't think of a weird condition. I do think the conditions actually probably work pretty well because control is checked at the end. So you would grab it and then rush away and you're fine, but you would have to have it before. So yes, you do hold on until you check again and then you could lose it. Makes sense. You kind of don't need it otherwise, but all right. That was a little bit of a an odd diatribe there and i might cut some of that out because i think by the end i think i agreed with what my original assessment was but we'll see if all that stays in as we move to enhancements <laughs> oh uh, these enhancements are great too i do like them a lot yeah i always um, forget what it, they all could all cool all right we're gonna start with unstoppable destroyer uh yeah wait Oh, wait, I cut off the points. There we go. I only saw two oh. for the points. We can look at points as well. <laughs> oh, I, had to I was like, the wait, over. No, you're right. Yeah, okay. uh, 25 points. That's what I was looking for. Um, so it's a custodes model. Can't be a sister's model. Each time the bear ends a charge move, select one enemy unit within engagement range. Roll D6. Two to five D3 mortal wounds. Six, three mortal wounds. Also once per paddle, after units, bear's unit ends a charge move, all enemies within six take a battle shock. Um, you... Mortal wounds are a great thing in this edition to do. You only really get feel no pain ever against mortal wounds. And most people, unless they're custodes, don't really have feel no pain. 
There's exactly. spots where they have it, but it's it's rare. It's a nice extra. 25 points, though. This is one of the least taken ones from statistically. This yeah. is one of the least taken ones because 25 points is much. If this was, So to give you an idea, this was the old one that you can move. I think it was six inches during coherency in any direction you wanted. So That's this is huge. the one where the, sh- where, the, where the shield captain would bounce from squad to squad, whirling his blade hilariously. Mm. Um, yeah, this is the least taken one, sadly. Most because it's 25 points, I think. Yeah. And there are better 25-point ones. All right. We'll talk about the cheap one. Inspirational exemplar. Yep, People like this one. Yeah, so this one is, again, Adeptus Custodes. Let me actually say, it's all Adeptus Custodes models. No Psychana Anathema models are able to take any of the things, or uh, maybe that comes later, but just make to make it easy, it's all Adeptus Custodes. Never Anathema Psychana. So anyway, uh, you basically make the bearer a leadership characteristic of five up, which Were is Were they huge. normally six? Yes. Okay. The whole army, I think, is six. He's a Trajan, Probably, I think, yeah. is five, obviously. Yeah, they're all leadership six, even the shield captains. Um, so you make them five. That's great. And once per battle, at the start of any phase, you can select one friendly Adeptus Custodes unit that is battle-shocked. Within 12, that unit is no longer battle-shocked. And that's pretty great. So for 10 points, and I, I, this has happened before. I think Dave even watched the game mm. where I battle-shocked Trajan's unit, and I'm like, nope. Inspir- I have to, I have, I'm going to spend one CP and, and make them not battle-shocked. Yeah. Um, this is big. You don't have to spend the one CP. So if you have 10 points over, people do take this. I think this is the third most taken one. Yeah, I could see that because this is yeah. right now, since you can't choose individual models to make up the points difference, 10 points left over. This is the only thing you can spend 10 points on. If that's exactly. all you have, throw this on. Yep. Um, Veiled Blade. Uh, Veiled Blade's 25 points. Um it's, again, a custom model. You had two to characteristics of the bearer's melee weapons. And once per battle, at the start of the command phase, you triple their that particular model's objective control characteristic. So for 25 points, you're going to get two extra attacks at all times. And if you are pretty much tied on an objective, you get to triple it once to grab that objective from them. So this one trades, so to give you an idea, this one trades first place, always taken, between this and Ceaseless Under. This is yeah. this is most popular next to ceaseless under. It depends on the army building. Yeah, if you're going you, heavy with the yeah. melee, I can see how this is very very good. Honestly, and I think statistic wise, most people take the veiled blade on the blade champion. And when we go over him, we'll talk the biggest glow up ever in probably any edition. Mm. I swear to God, this guy went from zero to hero. Um, but most people put it on the on the blade champion for what he does. Yeah, and triple it, most custodians OC is two. So going from two to six beats out tanks. I think tanks are normally five. Depends on the tanks. You can see five. Yeah. And remember, it's, it's it's him plus anyone he's with has a couple True. of points as well. So yeah. he goes to six. You at least got another custode. You're now at eight. You're beating out, you know, certain squads. Yeah. You're beating out a variety of the tanks. So you're, you're taking something that before you were losing. And Ceaseless Hunter. 30 points. Uh, which is, yeah, this is the most expensive. This actually was weird because this one is almost kind of like what Unstoppable Destroyer used to be, but whatever. Yeah. So... Again, Adeptus Custodes model. So the bear unit is out, um, the bear's unit is able to shoot and declare a charge in the Don't turn which table. it fell back. Sorry, it is able to shoot and declare a charge in a turn which it fell back. Massive. Mm. And then once for battle, when an enemy unit ends a normal advance or fallback move within nine inches of the bear, if that bear's unit is not within engagement range of one of our enemy units, it can make a normal move up to six inches. So, so th- if you this don't want to get charged, you can walk away. Yeah. Or if you do want to get charged because you're going to fight first, then walk up. Walk up. 
and take an objective. Yeah. So the reason this one is, yep, this is one of the, so again, it's Veiled Blade usually gets put on the Blade Champion, statistic-wise, and it's very popular. And if not Veiled Blade or no Blade Champion is in the list, which does happen, the the weird thing about Custodes is they're very, besides Trajan, everything has been taken so far in tournaments. Yeah. Except for the, except for the, uh, the Land Raider has been taken. So everything except this, the ugly contemptor. Um, so yeah, no, this is another very popular one. I've seen, I saw in the uh, actually Tacoma, I think the guy had this, and he actually moved his unit onto an objective, mm. uh, took it straight from the Eldar, which actually got him the primary win. That's how he actually got into uh, the first top two places. Um, but also the ability to fall back and shoot and charge. That's great. <sighs> yeah, the... Um- the second part's amazing because I said you can go grab objectives that you're not on currently because it in no way limits the way in which you move. And the first part, you're stuck in on a unit that they know they put you into something heavy that you're not necessarily cutting through. You can leave and go charge the squishier unit that you really need to get to. Yep. Uh, oh, one good Hunter. option is tying people down. This keeps them yep. from getting tied down. And Ceases Hunter, I think, statistically was taken mostly on bike captains because of their ability to fly. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can move a lot further. Exactly. And um, you can that six inch move since you can move further you can help engineer when you know they're going to have to move towards you to get that bit that you need all right so we are going to start getting into the units themselves and of course it doesn't start with hqs which is again very no and that's weird because the other one started with hqs start with hqs that's all right (laughs) um now at least it starts with the most normal thing yes now for these we are going to go through in the order that they have for the index um, we won't get to it this particular episode, but in the next one, when we do it, when we do the other units they have, we're going to do that in that order as well. Yeah. So I know some of these might be a bit out of order, but we're just going to follow exactly what it says here. And the good news is their melee. So the one cool thing about this army is, at least the simple thing is, their melee weapons really don't change. A guardian spear is a guardian spear, no matter who has it. A sentinel blade is a sentinel blade, whoever who has it. Yes. Um, and then there's the axe as well, but the, you don't really change the weapons, which is kind of nice. What really changes are the abilities and what they do. Yeah. All right. So starting with the guard, looking at these guys, these are custodian guards. They are what? They're 45 points a model, essentially. So you could take four for 180, five for 225, nine or 10. Those are weird numbers. So I hate it. Here's the reason why. Um, boxes coming. Th- by the way, when we talk about wardens, I can't wait to hear your reaction about okay. them. There's a reason about the size of the squad. So well, the reason it. is custodian, custodian guards come in squads, uh, boxes of five, right? The reason they did four, five, nine, ten is because you can build a shield captain from one of those five. So you have four guard, right? And then one shield captain that you built. Five guard, or I guess no shield captain. Nine, so that's two boxes, and then you built one as a shield captain, or all ten. So I I hate it because there's no more three model squads, which I absolutely enjoyed. Yeah. But it does make sense because they're expecting you to build a shield captain from one of the custodians in the box. Yeah. Yeah, so you said four, five, nine, or ten, but it's essentially 45 points a guy is the easiest way to look at it. Uh, move six, is that pretty standard for all yes. of them? Okay. Yes. Okay, other than obviously if you're a uh, bike Fun or fact, anything, the stats are not going to change much until you get to the Terminators. Cool. All right, so move six, <laughs> toughness six, two up save, but everyone's got four up invul, so we know four up invul. Yep. Three wounds a guy, leadership six, two objective points each. Um, is deep strike on most things as well? All, everything. Everything okay, in the army has deep strike. Got it. So they can all deep strike. Um, they have the ability to stand vigil. 
Each time a model in this unit makes an attack, reroll wound and roll one. If you're within range of an objective marker that you control, instead you just get to reroll the wound. And Sentinel Storm, once per battle in your shooting phase, after this unit has shot, you can shoot again. Um, they have some war gear, so if they take a Presidium Shield, you get extra wounds, so you could be at four wounds. And the Vexilla adds plus one to the objective control characteristics of the models in the unit. Um, they come base with Guardian Spears, and any number of them can have their Guardian Spear replaced with a Sentinel Blade and a Presidium Shield, so you can go sword and board. And your Guardian Spear could be replaced with a Vexilla and a Misericordia, or Vexilla, Misericordia, and a Presidium Shield. Yes. Um, why? If you can get the Vexilla and the Misericordia, why wouldn't you also take the Presidium Shield? Modeling. Some okay. people didn't model it that way. Okay, because I was to say that's that's objectively yeah. worse. You could it's obje- have the yes, same things and have a plus one. Now, one. maybe when points come out for war gear, uh, yes. now we're talking, but that is that's why. Yeah, when we started to pay for any of this stuff, then there's a reason. But for right now, yeah, we just load them down. Yeah, just take shield. Yep. Um, all right, so for ranged weapons, this depends on what you have. So I'll talk ranged and melee sort of interspersed. If yeah. you have a guardian spear, it is both a ranged and a melee weapon. At ranged, it's 24-inch range, two shots on twos. On twos is going to be true for everything. We'll say if they hit on anything other than twos. Yeah, it's always going to be twos. <laughs> um, strength 4, AP minus 1, 2 damage. So, And it's an assault weapon. So a good bolter yes. is essentially what that is. The spear and melee get 5 attacks, strength 7, AP minus 2, 2 damage. So a very good profile with a lot of attacks. Um, if you swap out for the Sentinel Blade then it becomes a in range an assault pistol at 12 inch range two shots strength 4 ap minus one still flat two damage so same in everything but half the range and in melee still five attacks it's strength six instead of seven ap minus two and one damage if you do that though you could also take a misericordia remember the way you uh actually sorry instead you could also do the misericordia that's the Vexilla, and you get a Misericordia. That one is, so you'd have no more guns. Um, five attacks, again, always on twos. It's strength five this time, AP minus two, one damage. Um, you're only going to really care about probably one Vexilla, so I'd probably do currently the one model with a Vexilla, Misericordia, yep. and Presidium Shield. Yep. After that, I know you you tend to intermix your squads, so right? I inter- so most people, it, it, so this is split amongst the community. Mm-hmm. In Heresy, by the way, you can't split them, which is very funny. It's either you have spears or shields, which is great. Yeah. But in 40k, you can. And so I'm always of the belief, because of how the game is played and because there are four damage and three damage weapons, I usually take for every two spears, one shield. So, for example, in my squads of five, I'll have three spears and two shields, but one shield is the Vexilla, essentially. Yeah. So I'll have that one shield. And the reason is because four wounds does actually matter it's it's saved my ass on multiple occasions yeah um but the reason i don't overwhelm on shields is because again it's only one damage on the sentinel blade it, it is worse in every yeah. way yeah, it's less strength um, and less damage yeah. um but another reason why you want the sentinel blade and maybe you want to kill off a, uh, a spear. And this might blow your mind. I heard of this strategy. I saw the strategy being used. And I'm like, oh, that's freaking genius. You know, there are some secondaries yes. that basically say you have to be able to shoot in order to do this action. Yes. If you have a pistol, right, yeah, and you're you engaged combat. in combat, 
you can shoot in the close combat, ergo, you can do that um, action, the shooting phase. Yes. And most action secondaries are in the shooting phase. Yeah. So they can, if you have, if you save that pistol, let's say you killed off a spear and you save that one dude with a pistol and you pull the, I don't know, uh, is it, what's the one you put it on? Is it cleanse? I, I don't you, remember the names. It's either cleanse or teleport. I, I can't remember. But if it's cleanse or teleport, you can literally be like, all right, I'm going to cleanse this objective. And then we'll be like, no, you can't. You have to be able to shoot. And I'm like, aha, I have one dude with a pistol. So it's actually very useful to intermix. Yeah. You, you, you gain more, you get less damage, obviously, but you gain much, much more versatility in your yes. ability to do things. And, and, and this is an army, you're going to have quite a bit of damage anyway. So putting a couple shields in gives you the extra wound, which is big because three damage weapons, they're, they are prevalent enough. And that's something this army is worried about. And like you said, being able to save that one, one pistol because you could always pull that secondary. Absolutely. I would save one just for that. Yep. Um, it's very, very stupidly helpful. Yeah. And it has, that's what's actually, I think, ironically, that's in the Astro Militarium game you were talking about. That's mm -hmm. exactly what I did. Oh, they I'm were sure. engaged with tanks, and I was like, cleanse. Yep. And it got me like a lot of, I think it got me like eight points or something. It was oh, something yeah. ridiculous. So yeah, it's it's actually a super useful, it's, it's useful not for the fact that you gain the wound, which is also useful. It's more useful for the fact that it can gain you some points. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Yeah, and this you know this is a battle line unit, so this is a bread and butter unit. You are absolutely yep. going to see these guys. Oh, stand vigil real quick because some people yeah. were. Um, you can apps when the characters attached. Remember, they also get stand vigil as well. Some people forget that. Yes, it's like if a blade champion is attached to this, he will be rerolling ones and or rerolling everything if you're controlling that objective. Yeah, the the way they have worded it now, as absolute truth, it, I would still like them to have not said it four different ways because there's some spots where they say something. I know. But when they I say know. the unit gets something, the character is part of the unit. Wait till we get to Trajan and I get to make my joke. I don't think he's going to get... Maybe he'll get in this video. Mm. But I get to make my joke. I, I, I made so. John cry. I, I made I poor John cry. All right. Damn. We are <laughs> done with the Guardians. We are to the Wardens, which is not exactly. really a different word at all. No. So Custodian Wardens are exactly the same stat line. You have movement six up to six, two up save with a four up interval, three wounds, six leadership, two AOC, deep strike, martial katabla, all that. They do not get sword and board, though. They get the spear, which is exactly the same, but they do trade off the axe. And I'll talk about the axe in a second. Um, their special abilities... Oh, sorry. Their war gears, they could also think of Vexilla. Also, real quick, cool thing about their Vexilla, Dave, mm. they're the only unit that can trade their Vexilla for an actual weapon. So the other one, you had to trade your spear for the mm. Vexilla and get a dagger. These guys can keep their axe or spear and still have the Vexilla. Oh, yeah. It's just they can just be equipped with it. Yep. Exactly. So they're, they're better at the carrying the Vexilla. So they have two special abilities. Um, so while the character is leading this unit, Please have a character lead this unit. Each time an attack targets this unit, if the strength characteristic of the attack is greater than the toughness characteristic of the unit, subtract one from the wound roll. Basically, this is old version of... Kind of this is kind of like semi-transhuman-ish. It's pretty close to it, unless yeah. you're, unless the strength of the weapon is it's exceedingly high. Well, yeah, like triple, I think is what it is. Uh, no, be double. If you... Because you, it's if you minus double, one no, from it's the wound. Threes. It's... It would make it to threes, yes, but you'll oh, never I hurt see, them see, with less than a yeah. three because it, it's God, minus it. one to the wound roll, not minus one God, to the strength. So this is very, very good. This is this basically tr transhuman up to strength 12. Yep. Um, uh, the Living Fortress, once per battle at the start of any phase, 
you get a four up, feel no pain, period. It's not a, against mortal wounds, just a four up, feel no pain. And it lasts until the end of the phase, not the turn. So this is, this is again one of those like, oh shit, I'm getting shot for the entire army, four up, feel no pain. Yep. And it helps. Um, let me talk about the axe. Actually, no, before I go into the axe, Dave, I did mention this. Yes. Look at the unit composition. Um, it's three and six. Three for okay. 150, How six for How many come in a box, do you think? Five. Yep. Good. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> they, make you, they make you buy two boxes. And you can make a shield captain out of them. So in all all literal like Wait, you- <laughs> variations, it does not work. <laughs> Wait, so is, if I'm looking at um, Guardians versus Wardens, is the real difference model-wise the weapon? Uh, and the cloak. And the tower. Okay, so uh, so yeah. okay, so there is actual differences because when yeah, you said they, you could make a shield captain out of it, I was like, but if I could already do that before, it's, can you, you only you wanna, make one want, shield captain? Do you want a crotch tavern or not? Also, yeah. they do their poses are different. Wardens, okay. the legs are always very much standing or kind of walking forward or like mm-hmm. resolute wardens, and the custodian guard, all of their legs are sprinting or bracing. So you can it, 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 it doesn't seem like much of a difference, but you can actually quite tell the difference between them. Okay, oh, and the but, butt tabards but, do help. And the big thing is that they are literally different models. Can you only build one captain out of the box? You, that's a good question. So, captains usually get built by having a back cloak on them. Okay, there is only one cloak per box. So okay, yes, technically, but you can also just kind of make one a shield captain if you want without a cloak or tabard. True, or if you had two boxes yeah. of. Um, guardians that you did you could probably put their spare two cloaks on the wardens you might have to do a exactly. little bit of modeling and it but works you could put and it does to work yeah exactly all right the axes so mm-hmm. i know me and dave were talking about this and i yes. i did pull up the math or i did try to find to pull up the math i couldn't find it but the axe so the axe uh, shooting is all the same by the way it's still strength four ap minus one do damage 24 inches um yeah. and it's still assault the axe in melee so you lose an attack so you go from five to four attacks you lose a hit so you go from hitting on twos to hitting on threes. You do go to strength nine. You lose an AP. So going from AP two to AP one, and you gain a damage. So damage three. So, and I wish I could find the stupid math on this because someone legitimately did it. The axes, even though they look cool at strength nine, damage three, are objectively worse in every way compared to the spears um, because of how much they lose. I think, and I'm, this is, don't quote me on this, I think it was against Toughness 9, 4-up save models, the axe is great. Against everything else, spears beat out axes. Um, and then he did the math on, like, why. And the first reason is because of the AP. The AP being minus 1 is actually mm. the worst part of it. Um, mostly because some armies can just ignore the AP minus 1, mm. right? So you become AP 0. Um, but AP one really doesn't do much or really does a lot to doing the damage. Okay. I think next was this is where I always forget. It was either attacks or weapon skill. I think it was weapon skill, believe it or not. That was the next worst. Okay. And then it was attacks losing, losing one attack actually doesn't affect the statistics that much. Um, now I don't play to win. Well, I mean, let me rephrase that. I don't metagame. I have axes on mine because I think axes look phenomenally better than the spear in my opinion mm-hmm. i don't know because i play dwarves um i think axes just look so much cooler i mean look at it the axes just look so hefty um also have the barrel drums the barrel drums i'm a sucker for barrel drums mm. um always a sucker for barrel drums but they they do feel bad um 
when they work, when someone fails those saves and you get those three damages through, they're beautiful. They're great. And they actually, uh, I think against demons, they're the best because demons don't care about AP minus one. Yeah. But if you're swinging into like tanks with a two-up save or dreadnoughts with a two-up save, terminators with a two-up save, it is objectively a bad experience. And I do kind of wish right now, it, the math is doesn't support axes at all. It's, you always take spears. I, I, I don't think they should change the AP because that would actually flip it so that axes are always better than spears, period. Yeah. I think all they do is just make it hit on twos because that's literally the middle ground. It makes it so that axes are better against certain things and spears are getting... It's like 50-50, essentially. Well, what they but, might do in the future might be points. Or the points, true. Would do it. Although, here's the funny part. Um, they were all free. There was no difference of points all between right. axes and spears in any 8th or ninth edition. And in also 30k, ironically, there's no, they're, they're both yeah. free options. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't claim to be able to sit and do the math in my head. It would actually take some time to do. Yeah. I, I can see some of the argument though, because when you go from seven to nine in terms of your strength, now you do have other cases where you're say wounding on twos when you're talking about base base marines. Yes. So, um, it is in general better to have a better weapon skill and wound worse rather than the other way around, because it's more statistically you can talk about the interchangeability. But the the same reason why, you know, oh, not twin link now, because that means on wounds, but it's better to have two shots than one twin link shot because you can get more. I'd rather there be more dice going in that could get me my results rather than having fewer dice with an easier result. It's they, Um, they, they hammered it too much is essentially what it came down to. I'd have to sit down and do the math. I don't think it's that far off. Oh, I will find it. I think if you change one thing, I think any of them you might change it too much might be the problem. It's the AP. So the AP is you don't touch, right? You don't touch AP because that was literally- Even hitting on twos, now that weapon in most cases is objectively better unless you're going against the toughness three model. Ah, here we are. So for 10th, I'm not going to read all of the math, but I'll read the TLDR. Okay. For 10th, axes are worse than everything except T8 four plus save. So whatever T8 four plus save is. Uh, T14, three wound models- with a four-up save, and some breakpoint situations where AP doesn't matter, thick, thick demons. Okay. Um, in order of what ch- flips the 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 graph the most, yeah. from bottom to top, attacks, weapon skill, AP. So f- flipping attacks makes it more balanced, less less than spears. Spears are still better, but it makes it less harsher of a choice. Okay. Um, weapon skill makes it the most even, but then that you run into the problem of, oh, they're higher strength. They should be hitting less. And AP actually swings it completely in the other direction. Yeah, it, it it feels a little bit weird, but I mean, we'll see if, if that's the worst thing that that comes out of this, then they have zero problems whatsoever. It's such a fringe case. It's, it's, it's a really weird fringe case. I understand why they made it hit on threes because it's kind of, yeah, that makes sense. I don't get the less attacks. That one to me was weird, but whatever. I yep. still play axes because they honestly look awesome. They are they are probably the coolest looking axes in the game. And again, barrel drum. Come on, it's a freaking barrel drum, bro. Yep. And these guys are essentially said fifty points each. You can take a squad of three or six. Yeah, a couple, three um, or six. Go home. When we get a little <laughs> further, we'll talk about what sort of things. But essentially, it's similar profile, different. A little bit different weapon options. So depending on exactly what you want and different abilities. Exactly. And the if, abilities. That's the yeah, big thing that changes. If you want a certain ability, take these guys. You want the other ability, take, take the, the 
take the guardians. But that will put us to My the Alaris. Unit that you got. Yep. Yep. So Alaris, these guys are you can take two, three, five, or six. Excuse me. They're sixty-five points a guy. So differences for theirs. They're one move slower, they're move five, but they are toughness seven. Because their armors makes them even larger than they already were. Um, the two-up <laughs> save for Bimvol. They're four wounds base on the six with the two objective points, of course. Um, they have Slayer of Tyrants. Each time a model in this unit makes an attack that targets a character, monster, or vehicle unit, you can reroll the wound. So when you go against something special, that is their job. And from Golden Light, once per battle, at the end of your opponent's turn, if this unit is not within engagement range of one or more enemy units, you can remove them. And in your reinforcement step, you burn back down nine inches away. You're a five-inch move, and if you clear it off a spot, you can now at least leave and come back later. This is huge. Yep, they I have a Vexilla so... just as we saw the other models. This is, I used that from Golden Light for so many secondaries. I think I flipped, a, I think, an eight-point lead Yeah. Um, just because I was able to deep strike two of these guys in the corners to deploy teleport armors. Stupidly, like, stupidly good. Um, they come base with a uh, Ballistus Grenade Launcher and a Guardian Spear. Um, you can replace the Guardian Spear with a Castellan Axe or with a Vexilla Misericordia. All those weapons are the same that we've discussed. I'll talk about the Grenade Launcher, of course, but all the other ones are the same yeah. weapons we've seen. The same weapons we're going to keep seeing. So essentially, if they choose any of the other two shooting options, they're always two attacks on fours, minus one, two damage. The grenade launcher is a blast weapon, 18 inches, D6 attacks. So D6 plus one for every five you got. Um, strength four, AP minus one, one damage. Remember, you can fire all of your range weapons. So they have both. Because even if you swap out the garden spear for the castle and axe in range, that's no different. So you're going to have two weapons, you're always shooting at range. In melee, it's all the weapons we've talked about. So it's the exact same profiles and things that we've been looking at. The big things is if you take the Vexilla, you get downgraded just the Misericordia, you lose the axe, you lose the spear. So that one model, if you want to do that for additional objectives, you are actually losing out on a pretty good weapon. Yeah. Um, these guys are probably too expensive to run large. Uh, yes. So but... I probably <laughs> wouldn't do the Vexilla on either. I would. These guys are yeah. probably more tactical strike. Than anything so no i've seen no lists ever taken of exile with them yeah ever you lose too much um but i have seen large squads of them because because the grenade launchers blast and because necrons are a thing so what i've seen is someone deep strike i think it was like what is it six is the largest no uh six yes six yeah taking six of them and a shield captain in terminator armor that can attach them mm. deep striking nine inches away from a, a necron blob and just blowing them out of the water Yes, because then you have it's the amount of it's the amount of dice that you throw yes. and the amount of attacks you have. You just have so many. Yep. You have sixty six plus potentially plus four if it's like a twenty man block, all in one damage, so which is good. Plus twenty four. Yeah. Because yeah, 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 plus four each. I say yeah, so plus twenty four, and then you still have twelve more shots, not counting whatever the captain has. Yep. So yeah, no, that's. So it's funny like that points, but. Yes, but it is very much a horde clear. I mm -hmm. don't like taking six because it's too unwieldy, too big. Mm -hmm. And I find I've been finding that like three man blobs are even sometimes even too big. I was having problems against the game in, with against Josh where I was using them to get to the corners, but he actually blocked me out. And a two man group was able to 
like all the just fit in the corner hmm. but a three-man group was way too big yeah um which is kind of interesting um but yeah no these these are great the excellent secondary people but also the reroll to wounds is just great too yeah they're they're good to take out something big and heavy which is why you don't want to strange out your weapons or go do something leave come back to another spot you pulled a particular I've handled what I need to. I had them in a weird spot because they deep striked in. They scored me the secondary they need. I'm going to pop them away and they'll come back down when I know my next secondary and I'll put them just wherever I need them on the board. Exactly. So I could absolutely see a, a two-man unit to achieve the goals rather than necessarily doing much else for you. All right. That takes us to, once this thing goes, there it goes, Virtus Praetors. I think they so put the bikes. leaders at the end. I'm laughing because I think they literally put the leaders at the end this time. Yes, they did. <laughs> So Virtus Praetors are your bikes. Um, they um, they did not do good this edition. Good, because they were over... I hated them last edition anyway. They were really good last edition, and everyone took a million of these. 90 points each. You could take two, three, five, or six. Yeah, they're not worth 90. So movement 12, uh, toughness 6, 2-up save, 4-up interval. I, I'm probably just going to ignore the save, because everything's a 2-up. Yeah. Uh, 4 wounds, leadership 6, 2-OC. They two, uh, they, everyone has two... Uh, skills anyway so they can turbo boost each time this unit advances do not make an advance roll just add six so they, they can auto event six move auto events so they move 18 if you advance and quicksilver execution once per battle after this unit ends an advance move you can select one enemy unit excluding monster vehicle that it moved over during that uh move then roll a d6 for each model in this unit for each two plus you inflict two mortal wounds so that's stronger than most people's fly over yes. mortal wounds it can do some mortal wounds. It is 90 points a bike, though. And then you'll notice here with the weapons, it's also not great. So Salvo Launcher is 24 inches, one attack. It's on twos, strength nine, AP two, three damage. Or a Hurricane Bolter, which is 18 inches, rapid fire three with three shots. So it could be rapid fire six. Um, twin linked. Oh, it's, that's right. It's twin linked now. It's reroll wounds. Yeah. Uh, two just to hit four, zero, one. So the Bolter. Um, the interceptor lance is a lance, so that's plus one a wound on the charge. Five attacks, two's to hit, strength seven, AP two, two damage. Um, statistically, they look solid, right? Like the card looks solid. I agree. The problem is the points; they're ninety points a pop. Um, and they don't really fill a role right now. At least what I think. Maybe statistics are backing me up, but I'm just pulling shit out of my ass right now. But um. The salvo launcher is great, but it's strength nine, so you're going to be hitting heavy duty infantry, right? Um, an AP minus two will be invulnerable, say it's twenty four inches. Hurricane bolter is just worse; just never take the hurricane bolter. And the interceptor lantern is great at strength seven, AP two, two damage. But again, the problem is they're ninety points a pop, and it's just like it's a lot of points for the bike unit. I think one of their big, I, I, I guess we'll use the word downside, is that their Quicksilver execution where they get to do their mortals is after an advance. There's a lot of other ones that are after normal moves. This is after advance. And your ranged weapons, whichever you take, are not assault. So you cannot oh. advance and shoot them. And in general, yeah, you can't advance and charge. So I'm either doing mortals to you, and I'm doing a good amount of mortals, um, on a two up, two mortals per. That's actually very, very nice. But then that's all I'm doing. Um, 
The last thing I want is Custodes to do more, but I think if they changed it that said after a move and maybe make it two up to do one mortal instead, then I think you'd see a bigger spot for them. Yeah. Because right now you're either doing one or the other and you want to be able to get a little bit of both. You want to be able to go over someone, cause a couple mortal wounds, shoot into them, then charge into them to kind of finish mopping them up. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. not angry that they're bad. Not bad, but I'm not angry that they got downgraded because last editions, they were just... Yeah. They were or- overbearingly stupid, and I did not like that. It gets kind of boring to see the same 15 bike unit uh, thing, you know. It's just... Even though they didn't win, which is funny, but it was the better option. I, I see. I'd always rather see a unit a little under than a little over. Exactly. Because... You know, that means you can still play and have fun with it. Just don't necessarily bring them to your tournament. But if you just want to have fun on, like, Friday night when you play games, this unit yeah. will still perform for you. Um, I'll still perform. Doing those mortals, yeah. if you have a nice squad size, yeah, oh, you're on that objective? I'm going to go over the top of you, do a bunch of mortals that you can't stop, and now it's my objective. Next turn, I'm rushing somewhere else. So mm-hmm. you can have fun with it still. Um, all right. That will be the vigilators this is now going to take us to the first of our variety of sisters units yeah the prosecutors yeah um probably the most boring but also the (laughs) but the most useful actually now take these are the guys that i take in my list by the way there's i added them to my list a unit of four all right so uh movement six did you do this one no i did not so what i did was i dropped the blade champion no that's not what i said didn't you just do the oh i did do vertus praetors oh my god i'm sorry stepping on me here look at that that's fine. I don't care. Um, so there are uh, 10 points of model. Essentially, you can take four or five, nine or 10, because I'm assuming they can make a special character or something. Yes, they can. The Knights in Terror. Yeah, of yep. course they can. Yeah, I knew that. Um, <laughs> Shocking, I know. Yeah. Um, but we have a different profile, so we'd have to talk about it. They're move six, toughness three on a three up save because they're ladies in Terminator armor. Uh, sorry, ladies, ladies in um, Space Marine armor, I should say. Uh, one wound each. Two objective points and leadership six. Is everything two OC? Yeah, uh, or, I think or so. Up, I should say nothing's like one. I haven't seen uh, anything. No, 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 no. The vid- the vigilator sisters and the witch seekers are one. Got it. Everything else is two though. Okay. They're just two because they're ba- they're a battle line. Got it. So these are daughters of the abyss. They have a threat feel no pain versus psychic attacks. Um, they have the purity of execution. Each time a model in this unit makes a ranged attack that targets something that's a psyker, you have precision and devastating wounds. So they're very, very good against psychers. Not surprising. Um, they have a bolt gun and a close combat weapon. Their bolt gun is a bolter, as we always have seen. Uh, one attack, but rapid fire at you know twenty-four inch range. So rapid fire, double on twelves, hits on threes. Strength four, one damage. Close combat weapons, two attacks. They're on threes. Uh, strength three, one damage because they are strength and toughness three essentially for what it used to be. Um, they are cheap. That is yep. probably a very useful thing in this army. They are probably pretty decent at, say, grabbing a backfield. And if you exactly happen to have, if you happen to have psyker stuff you're going against, that's fine. But I'm not overly concerned about it even then because I think your regular guys just do a better job. Precision and devastating wounds are yeah. nice, but I'm still only on sixes with that devastating. Yeah, and I'm only strength. You know, I'm, I'm looking at. Uh, range attack. I'm looking at a bolter, and I'm only one shot, maybe two shots. I'm maybe only getting one or two mortal wounds on you out of my full squad. 
I took a squad of four because I had 40 points left over yep. and I needed someone to hold my backfield. I think they fit that perfect. Go yep, sit on the backfield, ex- do nothing else. Yep. It's 40 points. They used to be they used to be 70 or 60 points for like five of them. They were way more expensive in the last edition. Now they're 40 points I can manage for yeah. four of them. Um, this, this way you don't have to worry about trying to stick your objective or anything like that. They can just sit there. You'll, you'll have those spare points because of all the costs of the things that you have. But not too much else with them. I think they're okay. And when we get to a Rhino, obviously, then they have some modes of transportation. But, oh, I get a good unit next. I love this unit. Yes, you get the Vigilators. They're very specific, but there was something funny about this unit. So Vigilators, these are exactly the same, but they have swords, not bolters. Same stat line, movement six, toughness three, three up save, uh, one wound, leadership six, one, one OC though, because they're not bad line. Daughters of the Abyss, they have a three up field, no pain against psychic attacks. Daft, pa- Daft parry, each time a melee attack targets this unit, subtract one from the hit roll. So they are minus one to be hit. Executioner Great Blade. So this is the only thing they're armed with. They have no range weapons. It is anti-psyker four up devastating wounds. So there's an anti-psyker weapon. Yes. It is melee, two attacks, threes to hit, strength five, AP two, two damage. So funny enough, still a great weapon. It's a good weapon either way. There's, the number there's of attacks is very low. They're um but if I'm not mistaken, I think it was a squad of 10 kill Magnus. Or it was a squad of six kill magnets. It was something stupidly small, and I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. But yeah, no, anti-psyker four up devastating wounds is is disgusting. The problem is it's anti-psyker. So if you're not playing against a psyker locale, if no one has psychers in your locality, then yay, I guess. Yeah. They're a little bit more expensive. Four Fif- models. 15 is, points each. Yeah. 15 points each. Yeah, four, five, um, nine, or ten, just as before. And you'll find out very quickly that rhinos are not assault vehicles. No. So they can't come out of a rhino and, and assault, which is kind of sucky. So they're, they're great. They look cool. They're awesome. But in 40K, like, they're not going to do you bad. No. But uh, Of the two sisters we've seen so far, these are the ones I like more. Yes. Because I, I the other big part is, all right, if the psycho thing doesn't go off, so be it. I like that they have Def Parry, and I like that their weapon is a legitimate weapon. This is a unit that I feel I could actually take more than the bare minimum who just wants to know a backfield objective, and they could help make sure if you bring something towards my back that I can handle it. Yeah. Salty Dan moment, by the way. Um, in 30K, these girls are armed with bolt pistols. Somehow, 10,000 years passed, and they forgot how to use bolt pistols. It's not that they forgot. They need both hands for those giant swords. What are they doing when they're charging in? Uh, <laughs> holding giant swords. You mean they didn't have like the bolt pistol in the sword or something else like the stupid custodes do? <laughs> gun swords. Yeah. They need like the little, uh, they need like the predator gun just sitting on their shoulders oh, firing so cool. at bolters. Oh, that would be cool. That would legitimately be awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I like them a lot more. No, they, than and the they do look, they do look, oh, I meant to, I made, Mention of this when we talk about 30k custodians, but I'm going to yeah. mention it again now because now we have more listeners and maybe someone listening to 40k. If you want to build a HQ sister, do not use the box. Do not use. Do not use the box at all. Even though you can have now four sisters, do not do it. What you do is you go to eBay and you look for Ismelda Brazkov, right? Mm-hmm. Brazkov, Brazkov, something Russian. 
Uh, she is a cursed city model. You cu- each sister's box of five comes with ten silent sisters of silence heads. I don't know why they do that, but whatever. Makes me happy. You take buy Isabel Debraskoff, build her, leave the head off, put a sister of silence head on it, and now you have legitimately a sister of silence model that looks like an HQ choice. And Esmelda is like 12, 15 bucks off eBay. Just do it. Spend the extra 15 bucks. Do not convert one of the sisters. Because if you ever want to play 30K, they don't come in squads of four. They come in squads of five. So just, I'm going to put like a disclaimer there. Do not build one of the sisters yeah. in HQ. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, currently on eBay, you see it for 20 or less. Oh, tw- oh so they did go up. Yeah. They did yeah, go up. There's but some that 20- a little bit more. But in that, that that's yeah. worthwhile. They're needing a whole nother box of these. Exactly. So just want to put, literally you come with 10 sister heads per five. You have the heads to use. Yeah. All right. We are going to go to another bit of sisters. They're doing it for themselves over here. Uh, Witch Seekers, <laughs> they are also 15 points a model, same as that unit sizes, four, five, nine, ten. They are the same exact stat line that we've been seeing. Um, so the same cost as the last one, same exact stat line as the last one. Um, they have Scout 6, so this is the first Scout unit that we've seen, which is actually very, very useful. They have Sanctified Flames, because they're carrying flamers. Um, each time this unit shoots, after, it's, um, after it has shot, so that's one unit that's been hit by one or more attacks, they take Battle Shock. It's the same thing the new Infernus uh, Primaris yep. Marines do. Exactly. Um, they're Flamer, of course, at North Cover Torrent, obviously 12-inch range, D6 attacks each. Strength four, one damage. And they have the same close combat weapon that we saw before on two attacks on threes with strength three, one damage. Um, is there a lot of torrent weapons in the army? Uh, I do there's like one more. <laughs> there's one more on the Telemon Fist. Okay. I, the Forge World. <laughs> sure. Um, what I found is... That um, because I have I have one squad of my Infernus Marines done. I have another squad that I need to build and work on. But for those, they actually do work. I and I do like them in general. Giving someone battle shock is nice. Oh, um, they also have the three up feel no pain versus psychic. They all yeah, that's, I, that's I, a standard pretty, thing. Yeah. Um, I do like a unit of flamers. One thing I also like them for is for Overwatch related things. So if someone moves close enough, or if someone actually decides to charge you or or right around there, then you can actually get, if you said have full squad of 10, 10 D6, um, auto hitting on fours. Yeah, you're not hurting big and heavy things, but if they're taking anything light near you, you can start pumping some damage on them. And it's each time you shoot, you can go for a battle shock. So you might battle shock them at a point when it really matters for them. Maybe they're rushing in to grab an objective, and now you're going to stop them. Um, I try to decide which one you like the most. Yeah. I think overall, I think I like this one the most. I think I like Vigilators next to Prosecutors at least. Vigilators, I like their weapon, but that's a close combat weapon in an army exactly. that's got close combat. This is a torrent auto-hitting weapon that can, say, either protect your backfield or do something good for you while the rest of your army, because you're pretty expensive, you won't have as many units, so you need to potentially be able to safeguard your stuff a little bit more. Um, it might be able to serve you a different purpose than you have naturally. Yeah. If I had 60 points, I would take Witch Seekers. Because I only had 40, I took Prosecutors. Yeah. If I had those extra 20, it would absolutely be Witch Seekers. Yes, the Prosecutors are good because you can get a a four, an actual unit for 40 points, which is a rarity in this game. Yes. 
is super cheap. Well, you can get the the what is it? That stupid Inquisition squad for thirty five. The exact yes. exaction for it. Yeah, if, if you start going into some of the weirder options, I mean, yeah. like base sort of army things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there, there's some weird things you can get for really cheap. Um, all right, that gives us our sister things. Do we want to? <laughs> where is? Because they're the only ones who can get into the, the rhino, rhino, right? Might as well talk about the yeah. rhino. Yeah. What what page is the rhino? On? Although ironically, there's only one sister HQ too. So if you wanted this, because after the rhino, it's HQs and the land raider and contemptor. But you yeah. can do the rhino and sister HQ, and then from there go to the other HQs. Uh, I agree. I say we do a little bit out of order. So do you want to go through Alea? Oh yeah, there's Alea too. I will oh. do Alea. I will okay. absolutely do Alea. Okay, so there's she's two amazing. Of them. Got it. So I'll do I'll do the rhino. You do the the centurion. I'll do Alea. Okay. All right, so Rhino, it's a Rhino. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, wait, so you're doing the Rhino for... Oh, okay, the Rhino's <laughs> after her. Okay. Yeah. So, yay, the Rhino. I don't think we've actually talked about Rhinos yet, though. Have we not? Oh, no. that's right, because we have Oh, shit. All right, so Rhinos. <laughs> it is. Uh, it can carry 12 infantry mo- uh, Psyker infantry models. Um, it can be armed with a hunter-killer missile, Take it because now it's free. Um, Twelve inch move, toughness nine, three up save, ten wounds, six leadership, two OC. That will. It's a rhino. Period. Deadly demise D three um, deck two. I will say hilariously, it does have daughters of the abyss now, which I laugh at because it didn't used to. Um, so the rhino does have a three up feel no pain against Holy like attacks. Rhino. Yes, and I I don't think the rhino's different points from other ones. Where, where's the stupid rhino on here? R R R. No, it's an it's probably an anathema. Yeah, anathema psycho rhino, seventy five points. I wonder if that's more. Do me a favor while I'm talking. I'll, about I'll look it up. Yeah, chicks mystery right. I wonder if it's more. If it's the same, I'm gonna laugh. Anyway, uh, and then self repair at the start of the command phase. This model regains one lost wound. I think all the rhinos are the same. There might be I some differences. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. So hunter killer missile, one attack, forty eight inches. It's only once per battle. Strength fourteen, AP three, D six damage. It's a, it's a super missile that you shoot. Um, and it's got a storm bolter and you could attack with it with its tracks who cares uh, it carries 12 dudes it's, it's it, 12 girls i should say it's not an assault vehicle um it, 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 if you have sisters and you want to carry them put them in <laughs> i mean your sisters are already cheap and rhinos yeah. now, especially in this edition are quite survivable so putting them in there yeah. isn't necessarily a bad a bad way to spend a few points i'm not trying to insult the rhino i sound like i'm being disingenuous i'm not it, I, the rhinos, it's just the rhino is a rhino. There's no like specials to this. Um, Except for that three up save against field of pain attack or psychic attacks. Yeah. Tell me it's the same amount of points. I'm going to tell you something that you're going to hate even more. Is it cheaper or more expensive? It, no, this is cheaper by, yeah. by about 10. Holy shit. And here's why I say about 10 because it depends on which rhino you're talking about. Oh, fuck off. Different rhinos, serious? depending on the faction, rhinos are like 80 or 85. Oh, yeah, and Serena's is 80. Yeah. Huh. I wonder if they get special rules, too. No, this one's 75. No, I know. The Serena's one. The, oh, okay, the, yeah. Adeptus, Sor- the Sisters of Battle. Soritas. Got it. Soritas. Um, the base rhino is 85, but if you are a I sister, wonder... Sisters Rhinos, I want to say. That's a Space Marine rhino, right? That's a Space yeah, Marine yeah, rhino? Yeah, just Space Space Marine rhino. I'm going to check. I'm going to scroll down real quick. 
I wonder what. I'm, oh my god, there's so many. 253 pages. Chaos oh is my. the same. One of them was 80. Oh, uh, the Death Guard Rhino is 80. So Death Guard Rhino is actually a little cheaper than the base Rhino. Oh my god, there's 253 pages for Space Marines. Did you use the app. That's all I did. I typed. Oh, that's right. Rhino. I did a search for Rhino. Jesus, I completely forgot it. I, yeah. You know what? I'm so used to their bat. Their past app was so bad. Yes. I, I, that's. I'm literally. I'm like shocked from this app. Uh, let me see here. I want to see if the Space Marine Rhino has like their Rhino. Does it have like a special ability? No, it doesn't. So I'm, we're cheaper, and we have a three-up field no pain against psychic. A thousand suns pay just as much. Their Rhinos are seventy-five points. So I'm they just looking at abilities well. and stuff. Yeah, no other Rhino has abilities attached to it. N nothing else special. No, just they're all uh, essentially the same. Because <laughs> we're special. Well, I mean, so. <laughs> No, here's the thing. So that can show good game balance because you don't need the same thing being the same everywhere in terms of points. Yeah, true. Because certain armies might need it a little bit more than others. Um, this one's honestly probably 10 points less because it's a more expensive army. And if they upped it, you're probably not going to be able to fit it. Exactly. But I'm just laughing that like we get the Daughters of the Abyss. When previous editions, we never got it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a very fitting rule and it doesn't... It doesn't do anything too crazy. Just no, don't shoot your psychic weapons at their rhinos. That's fine. Um, it's much more fluff than anything. But yeah, if you want to take a rhino, you have ways to take rhinos. And if you enjoy that, go for it. Exactly. Um, if you're taking, if you really want to go towards sisters, it's not a bad idea because you're not super survivable because you're toughness three on a three up safe. So really quick, having a and help. the rhinos did add. Firing deck two, so that's in the yes. card already. Yeah, everyone's okay. firing decks two now. And the Knights and Tura, I just checked, so when you do the Knights and Tura, everything on the FAQ is already added in the card, so I'm just going to get rid of the FAQ then. Good. Perfect. Okay. But we're going through Alea first. No, no, I just talked. Oh, do Knights and Tura. Do you, you didn't, you wait, so what did you say about her then? I didn't say anything about Alea. I did the Rhino, didn't I? Yeah. So I thought you were going to do the Knights and Tura. Sure, I don't and then think I do, I do. Sure. <laughs> okay, so she's Knights and Tura is an HQ, yeah. That doesn't matter to me. It's all good. Um, there we go. All right, so I'll put some marks down. Okay, so Knight's Centura. Let's see. What does she cost? Knight Centura, she's 75 points. Um, she is the same stat line we've seen, but she's four wounds with a five-up invul, but otherwise she's the base sister stat line. She is, of course, a leader. Um, she also has Scout 6. She can lead any of the sister's units. Um, do abilities confer? Does Scout yes. confer? Yes, it does. If the leader has it, it does confer it. Okay. Certain, I should say certain abilities. Like if she has feel no pain, that obviously no, doesn't yeah, confer to the, but, okay. but, but Scout, her scout does. does confer. Um, very useful for ones that say have flamers or anything like that. She has Seeker's Instincts. Well, this model's leading unit. You get two inches to the move characters to the model in that unit and two to advance in charges. So essentially become move aid on any of the sister's units and plus two on advance or charge. Good for all of them. I wouldn't worry about it so much on prosecutors, but your vigilators or your wit seekers could really like this additional movement. Oh, yeah. Um, she's another draw of the abyss for the three up feel no pain versus psychic. And she has corner the quarry. Each time an enemy unit, not monsters or vehicles, that is with engagement range of the model falls back, all models in the units must do dangerous escape. And if they're doing so, and if that unit is battle shot, subtract one from each of those tests. Oh, yeah. So, so remember, what it is right now, it's naturally on ones and twos if you're desperate escaping out. That means if you're battle shot, 50% of the time you're losing a model. Yeah. 
Um, she is equipped with the Executioner's Great Blade, which is the weapon that we talked about before. It's all the same, yeah. Yep. Or she has options. She can go to a Mastercrafted Bolt Gun and a Close Combat Weapon. Mastercrafted Bolt Gun is just a bolt gun that's eight, that's damage two instead. She hits on two. She has a little better ballistic skill, but otherwise it's the same there. Oh, and her close combat weapon is the base close combat weapon we've been talking about. Or she can have the flamer, which is the same flamer we talked about. So she matches the squad that she goes into. She can have whatever weapons that they end up having. Um, or you could just give her a sword and stick her in a flamer unit, and now that's you have true. some sort of melee. Yeah, yeah, she can match them. You don't, you're not required to, but her weapon options do match. Yeah. Um, you could keep her with her sword, so your your now your flamer unit can fight in close combat well, or at least has some model that can do it. Uh, the corner of the quarry is interesting, although that's really only going to help you with vigilators, because you need a close combat threat for that to be worthwhile. Yes. Um, the seeker's instincts, the extra movement, especially when you give scout to the unit, is actually quite good. Um, do you ever take this? No, but I have taken Alea. So why don't you take this one? Just doesn't do enough, or you don't have no, the points? No, uh, because Alea, even though Alea uh, fits in more with, I always have like ten points left over whenever mm-hmm. I try to whenever I try to build with sisters. Yeah, I usually have ten to fifteen points more, so Alea just fits better in what I want to do. But I would take her if I had another squad of vigilators. Absolutely. Yeah, Leia's 80. Like, she's not bad. This is, this nice, is 75. Yeah. Not nice in tourism. Not bad at all. Yeah. I just have the points to take Alea, so I take Alea. Yeah. But that's the only reason. Yeah. <laughs> if you're focusing on sisters, you get a lot of good out of this. Oh, and I could she absolutely has a five see up in so She yes. does have a five up in yep. Yeah. Yeah, but I could see her in vigilators or witch, seer, witch seekers. I would like, alert, like her in either of those units. All right. But Alea is better. We'll talk about yep. why she is. Yep. So Alea is 80 points. Mm-hmm. Same exact stat line. Four, still four wounds as well. She has Feel No Pain 5 up. Neat. <laughs> She's a leader with also Scout 6. She has this extremely powerful ability. While this model is leading a unit, models in that unit have the fight first ability. Boom. So Vigilators Excellent. got it. Yep. So Vigilators. While this model is leading a unit, each time a model in that unit makes an attack, add one to the hit roll. Uh, if that unit is below its starting strength, add one to the wound roll if it's below half starting strength. So if you have a 10-man vigil unit, if you lose one, now they're hitting on twos. Mm. And Daughters of the Abyss. She does have a five-up invul. And her weapon is pretty neat. Four attacks. Uh, Anti-Psyker, four up devastating wounds. Uh, four attacks, twos to hit. Strength six, not strength five. AP three, three damage. Yeah. Her, her her sword is a special named better sword. Yep. So, I mean, I have 80 points, so I take her. She's got the feel no pain, which I enjoy. Hasn't really come up because usually the unit she charges dies. Um, and the fight first ability. So, like, I'll stick her behind a building, close to an objective. Maybe he wants to charge me. They're going to fight first. And their vigilator blades are scary. Yes. So, she's just neat for 80 points. Yeah, if you're only taking one leader, but let's let's say you're doing custodes where you're not really leaning heavily into sisters models. For five more points, I like what she does. She doesn't give yeah. the plus to the move, so she does change a little bit of their thing. Like I wouldn't put her in certain units. I wouldn't put her necessarily in boot seekers. But if yeah. I wanted vigilators, she's a great model for that. Yep. 
um, getting the fights. Even in other options, fights I first still isn't bad. But I do wish, I mm-hmm. do wish that she could be added to Custodian Scarred Quad. I know it'd be too much. It would be because a fight much. first. I know. But the reason I said it is because you of break how it even more. No, no, because the fluff. I like if let's say Valerian. I wish there was like a special rule that if Valerian was all because it's her and Valerian, right? Yeah. I wish that if her and Valerian were both in the same army, that um, they could be put in the same squad, only because it it, it would break it sadly. Because there's no points again. There's no differentiation of points yeah. for war gear or anything. But I wish there kind of was with that because it would be really really fluffy and really cool because the two of them do actually fight together very well so that's that's just me being fluffy and nerdy and liking the books that they're in i i I understand that i I never have a problem with those sort of ideas the problem is as soon as you attach rules to models exactly you you change and you break out i I think in the last edition it's like they could actually swap spots Hmm. in close combat which was really cool but that kind of got again everything got dumbed down a little bit so i can understand why they did this but also really cool model by the way she is i don't think you can get Hold on, Games Workshop. I don't think you can get her individually still. I think, I it's, think it's the two of them together. Which is fine by me because Valerian's also pretty damn good. But let me just check real quick because that's a what, what is it, price high to low, I guess. Yeah, price high to low. I, 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 no, I don't think you can get it. shouldn't be that much to look through. Uh, yep, together for 60 which is not bad. That's what, $30 a pop? It's not bad. Yeah. Not, that's not, that's not although, terrible. again, Valerian's, Valerian's face is awful. We, we hate Christopher Walken so much. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with Christopher Walken. All right. Um, so Scroll up. That, that handles all the sisters' items. We've now run through everything with sisters. We are now going to go back and talk, start talking about some of the character options. Probably, we'll see exactly how far we get. But we're oh, That's start- your warden shield captain. I should put that picture that they yeah. have for the card. That's the warden. See how he has oh, the butt okay. cabard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's the warden version of the shield captain. That's like an old man. Yes. <laughs> um, he has 120 points for this guy, so this is the base shield captain. When we get into some of the uh, Imperial armor ones, there's also shield captain in blank. But they're, they're going to change a little bit, but it's all the same sort of idea. Um, he has the base custodian stat line, um, except he's six wounds. Instead of the threes or fours and all those other numbers we've seen. Still the same six toughness, all of that. Um, all the same abilities, obviously, for leader. So this particular guy can go with wardens or um, guard. That's his options. He is the master of stances. At the start of the fight phase, select one kata stance. Until the end of the fight phase, that stance is active for this model's unit in addition to the current active one. Once for battle, at the start of the fight phase, all stances are active for this model's unit. So having him means you get two stances every fight phase, and once per battle, you get all of them. Mm-hmm. He's also a strategic master, so once per battle round, you can select one model from your army that has this ability. You can do a stratagem for zero, even if it's already been used. This is the way that a lot of people get the fights first on two units and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, I should point out it's battle yes. round, not yes. player turn. No, yeah, it's battle ba- round right. is, is, is both players' both. turns. Yep. Yep. So... Weapon-wise, he comes base with the Guardian Spear. It's the Guardian Spear that we've talked about. You can put him with the Axe like we've talked about, a Sentinel Blade or Sentinel Blade and a Presidium Shield. The Presidium Shield adds a plus one wound. If you wanted the Blade, then you're taking Blade and Shield. At some point, he will cost points for these sorts of things, and then you will differentiate. Yeah. But otherwise, 
I mean, probably sticking with the spear. Yeah. It's again, it has to come down with the math. Spear is just better. Although he does get seven attacks. So six attacks with the axe is better than four, but it's yeah. still the spear. Mathematically, it's still the spear. Yeah. Sadly. I, mean, I, I don't mind if I was in a unit of everyone with spears or something like that, that this guy has the axe because he does have the extra hits. He yeah. already had the extra attacks and that damage three could be a very useful profile at some points. Um, Sentinel Blade, I don't care about getting one extra wound when you can't yeah. normally target characters. Yes, there's precision, but naturally characters are the last thing to take wounds, so I'd rather I don't have to take the wounds because I'm destroying your units rather than I have one extra wound to survive with. Exactly. One more wound's not going to do you that good, I don't think. At least not on this kind of thing, so I wouldn't do any of that. But... um. Since strategic mastery is once per battle round, you're going to at least want one of these guys. I could absolutely see, depending on different units, and we're going to talk about other shield captains in the future, other ones who essentially just lead other units. And between that and master stances or abilities like that, that you could actually take more than one of these guys. I think they all have, all shield captains, specifically, mm -hmm. have strategic mastery. Yes. Yes, they do. Yep, yep, yep. Yes. Yeah. But honestly, he, he, he's a, a good leader option. Yeah, nice and strong and not leader. too expensive. Yep. Just solid choice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do I get my favorite? Yes, get I get champion. the Blade if Wizard. That's your favorite. Yes. It's not a wizard. <laughs> I know, I know. We had this discussion. But he's a wizard because he he whirls. Um, <laughs> um, biggest glow up this edition. So Blade Champion, for those who don't know, came out ninth edition. And he only came out in a box. Like a like a box versus Gene Steeler Colts. Ooh, I'm not Custodes sure. versus Gene Steeler Colts. Oh, uh, yes, it was, it was. Um, so that was the only way you can get him. He was not sold individually. Now he is. He's also probably one of the coolest looking models. Um, the way he's posed and the sword and the double sword. He also, for those who know the face without the helmet, is Henry Cavill. It's, it's modeled after Henry Cavill. So that's the joke. So anyway, Blade Champion. 100 points. Um, 100 points, cheaper than the Shield Captain. Mm -hmm. Movement 6, toughness 6, 2-up save, which, fun fact, is different from last edition. It used to be a 3-up save last edition. Uh, 6 wounds, 6 leadership, 2 OC with a 4 pinball. He has 2 abilities that are completely different from the Shield Captain. He has Martial Inspiration. While this model is leading a unit, you can reroll advance and charge rolls made for that unit. In addition, once per battle, this, model, this model's unit is eligible to declare a charge in the turn which it advanced. Very powerful. Um, and then Legacy of Combat, you can target this model's unit with a heroic intervention stratagem for zero CP. It can do so if you already target a different unit with that strategy in this phase. Less important because you have to have someone, that unit within six inches, and they have to have charged, so on and so forth. But still good for zero CP if someone leaves it. If there's no room and someone charged within six inches, boom, you put them in. Uh, and then is Volt Swords. Again, this is this is what got the biggest glow up besides the, you know, advancing and charging. Hmm. Um, same as last edition, you could choose between three different stances, um, all of which do different things. So you have Behemor, which is precision. So this is your anti-character. Uh, six attacks, twos to hit. Oh, they're all twos. Strength seven, AP two, two damage. But again, it's precision. Okay? You have Huraconis, which obviously is going to be sustained hits one and nine attacks 
These are going to be uh, twos to hit, strength five, AP one, one damage. And then probably the most commonly used one is Victus, which is devastating wounds, five attacks, less of them, but you hit on two, strength six, AP three, three damage. Yeah. So you have options. And this, again, I love using this dude, not only for the advance and charge and because he also looks cool, but I love having options when I play a game. I love being like, oh crap, I got charged by, um, I don't know, 20 Hermagons. Let's go sustain hits one and Huracan is, he spins to win. Oh, I, I did this again, the game against Josh, right? Where uh, I charged, uh, what's that thousand sons? Uh, Aramon, yeah. almost killed him. I didn't kill him. Because he rolled very well in his four ups, but it was a very scary moment when you have six attacks coming in at sustained hits, or it was lethal hits. I made them lethal hits because that was one of the stances. Mm-hmm. Um, six attacks with precision, you know, that's kind of scary. Uh, and then devastating wounds. Devastating wounds, if you roll those sixes, turning those into three mortal wounds. Oh, it's a. Uh... And remember, most people give this dude the veiled blade. No. Is it the veiled blade? Did I do that right? Yes, I think it's the Veiled Blade, the enhancement. So most people will give this guy two extra attacks. Yes. So really it's eight attacks, 11 attacks, or seven attacks. Yes. Yeah, for your extra attacks, this is the guy who yeah. wants it. Yeah. So he's, again, 100 points, solid character, gives your ability to advance and charge. I used to take two of them. I found that two of them was too too many eggs in one basket, in my opinion, because then you lose the shield captain's ability for zero CP. So now I kind of switched it to one blade champion and one shield captain. Yeah. So I lose both squads advancing and charging, but I gain more versatility. Yeah. Since your units tend to be a little bit more expensive and this guy only goes in uh, guardians or guards or wardens, that means to take more than one of each of them, you have to start taking enough of those units and maybe don't start running out of points for some of the stuff exactly. that you actually want. Um, no, he is, he is very good. 100 points, he's actually pretty cheap. Uh, again, we cheap. said this. I know we said this a hundred million times, but heroes this edition are super cheap. Yeah, but even when I compare to some of the other heroes, some of the other heroes spend about that much, and this guy feels like he gets you a lot for those points, a lot more mm. than maybe some other heroes do. But hundred points. I mean, that's all right. I mean, it feels it yeah. feels a little cheap to me, but all right. We it got is very cheap. A couple things to skip over. A page uh, thirty-one. Through. I got you. That's all right. I'll get there. There we go. So some other forms of shieldy captains. So now this guy is going to be in the Alaris Terminator armor instead. So let me take a look for his points. He's 120 points. So he's exactly the same cost. He will get more expensive when you put him on a jet bike by 25 points. But he's the same cost. Uh, I'm assuming he only goes with Alaris Terminators. Yeah, sorry, yep. Alaris Custodians. Um. He is move five now. He's toughness seven with seven wounds. So he gets an extra toughness, an extra wound. Otherwise, he's exactly the same as we've seen. Uh, He is defiant to the last. If his model is destroyed by melee attack, if it is not fought, roll a die. On a two up, you don't remove him. He essentially gets fight on death. So a two up to do fight on death for this guy. And then he has his strategic mastery that makes something zero CP. Um, his option wise, he's in Alaris Terminator armor, so he has the weapons and options that Alaris Terminators do. Um, you know, the grenade launcher. Honestly, I take him base. Grenade launcher and the spear, I think, is a really good option for this guy. Yep. I, Again, don't, think I, I don't think I would Solid 120 points. 
if you want to shield captain with your terminators take them yeah <laughs> especially if you're taking a smaller squad getting this extra guy in there with a few extra wounds being able to give you some extra bits and he gets a fight at the end no matter what so you're even okay if he ends up going down early you can yep. maybe try to wipe whatever you're fighting but I, I i like the guy i mean you have to take something so this at least gives you a spot to put different leaders i've realized that with my space marines sometimes i find that like the um the starter box leviathan comes with two different characters and terminator armor but only one unit that it can go into <laughs> so like okay you want to take some alaris here's a guy you can take in them you now don't have to worry about taking now, wardens or guardians is, if you don't want or guards the good news is our starter set not our starter set combat patrol is what it was called our yeah. combat patrol and then the bigger starter set yeah right, they came out for actually you can build it now with shield captains and stuff because mm. of the way the the squad sizes work okay. all right all right uh now very put quick, them on a bike easy. for 25 now put them on a bike. points yeah, this is what, 145, I think? 145, if you put him on Yep, bike. 145. So he goes back down to toughness six, but he does go to move 12. He does go up to seven wounds, though. He still, still retains the amount of wounds. Um, has the same exact weapons that a bike has. So we're kind of going to... It does get more attacks, though. So he goes from, I think, what, four attacks, five attacks to six attacks? Yeah. Whatever. So two abilities, still has strategic mastery. The once per battle round, zero CP, but he gets sweep in advance while this model is leading the unit. Each time that unit consolidates, each model in that unit can move up to six inches instead of three inches. So I'm going to pause there because this is actually very important before I read the rest, because the rest doesn't really matter to what I'm going to say. Remember in this edition, and this is really weird to think about, and I don't actually like it, but whatever. Last edition, you had to um, fight right? What you charged. Now in this edition, when I charge something, if I can consolidate into base to base with another unit at six inches and still be in coherency, I can do that. Yes. And these bases are long. These are the long jet bike bases. So if he's in a unit and you got six of these dudes and him, you can charge a unit, right? And then consolidate them six inches and tag multiple other units. As long as you try to get in base space, that's the big thing. Yeah, you have to you have to get closer. That's the main yes. rule. And if you can make base, you must. Yes. So that six inches is actually massive. Anyway, in addition, once per battle, at the end of the fight phase, if this unit model's unit is within engagement range of one or more enemy units, it can fall back as if it was your movement phase. Or if not within engagement range of one or more enemy units, it can make a normal move as if it were your movement phase. So you can fall back once per battle. Um shit at the end of it says end of the fight phase so yes yeah. you can do it so if it's your opponent's turn and you don't want to be there no more go away yep <laughs> just leave and you have fly so just go yeah Kep. and it doesn't even uh doesn't have to be at the, at the end of it so you could even do it during yours if there's a reason why you would want to do that or get away before they get the chance to start charging you with more units they try to tie you down. They Here's want to throw what's yeah. And I was just gonna say you don't have to end outside of engagement range, which is very weird. Uh, well, no. If you're falling back, you would because a fall yes. back gets you out of engagement range. And the other one, it's if you're not engaged, you can make a normal move as if it was your movement phase. Exactly. You can't engage you there. Engage exactly. Okay. Yeah. They 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 word it well enough that you can't stay in combat or get into a combat, but exactly. you sure can right. leave, which is still good. Yes. Um. I guess his problem is that Virtus Praetors 
are 90 are, points. Yeah, they're a little <laughs> expensive. So then throwing this guy in, you might be spending a little bit much, although it is at least a very fast unit. Although, what I will say, probably the other part that hurts them a bit, this is a nice fast unit, and a lot of armies would be love to pay some extra points for their fast units. But your army, almost everything else deep strikes. So yeah. you're a little bit less worried about the speed because you can pop down in the spots that you want, where a lot of other armies would have to hoof it across the board. You don't have to hoof it across the board, so you can be a little more picky about these fast units. You got the man, the myth, the legend? Yep, I got the, the crutch. Hey, that's what it, actually, he, so he's absolutely less, crutch. To the ironically, army. less crutch than last edition because there were some lists that don't have them. I think even one of the lists in Tacoma didn't have them. Um, Less crutch than last edition because he was absolutely disgusting. But his points are so cheap this edition, so it's yes. kind of you just want to take him. He's I, so cheap. At the end of the day, he's to, to me. So it's you could do well without him. Yeah. But to put him in, I feel in almost every case you will always no, no, do better. You, I, yes. And uh, he, he he makes you better. And unfortunately, I I don't I personally hate when there's a model that when you look yes, at it, you want him in all lists. If you want him in all yes. lists, that's a bad, poorly that's designed model. That's a bad model. design. I will say though, he has gone through the funniest iteration of points changes ever. This yes. man went from being 250 points in eighth edition to 200 points, down to 150, back to 180, and now he's what? 145. Exactly. He has gone through the biggest gambit of points changes I've ever seen in a model ever. <laughs> He started at 250 back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. All anyway. right. So look at this guy. He's move six. He's toughness six. He's got a four up. He's sorry. He's got his two up, four up. As we know, seven wounds. He's on his leadership five. So he's one better leadership than most. Two objective points. Um, he has feel no pain five up base. Very important thing to remember. Um, he's a leader. Who can he lead? Uh, guard, guards and wardens. Okay, that's what I thought. If he's in your list, he must be a warlord. Currently, that's very meaningless in the game, but one day it might matter. He is the captain general. While he's leading a unit, you can ignore any or all modifiers to the characteristics of the models in this, that unit and or any role or test made for models in that unit, including modif uh, sorry, excluding modifiers to save throws. We've talked about this in the past, but that means if you have something that would lower one of my weapons damage or anything like that. No, that is on my models. So you do not get to ignore it from me. Yeah. I absolutely no, I, feel they need an FAQ for this. Well, so I, yes and no, I'll, I'll say why in a second. So, because I, this is the part where I say I made John cry yes. and, but no one ever is going to do this. So um, there are some abilities in the game that do this and they yeah. specify what you can and cannot modify. Yes. Because his he just says all, so it's all. So it's damage, hit, or damage, hit, AP, stuff like that, right? Because some would say, you know, you can't modify damage. Some say you can't, you can't modify my hit. So this just says all. So in my opinion, it's literally just all. Yeah. But, but, and don't ever argue, whoever's listening to this podcast, I will find you and I will hurt you. No, you won't. Yes. <laughs> the rule book <laughs> specifies your wounds as a characteristic of a model. Uh, so do not argue that if you put him in a unit, the unit is invulnerable because you can no longer modify their wound characteristic because that's the shit where Games Workshop listens to and will nerf bat everything in the, they'll nuke the entire place from orbit. Stop. Just don't, don't argue, please. Because that's the shit that gets you nerfed. What, All right. What I will say is to me, <laughs> 
for 145 points. We'll go through his other stuff in a second. But yeah. 145 points, that ability should only work related to to me, like their toughness, certain things like that. The fact that it works on everything at 145 because my in, weapon is part of my unit, that's a little exactly. much. That's way too much. That's, I think, where the FAQ is going to separate it. That yes. only means the stats, which yes. I agree. And I would be fine with that. I think he's still good, and he still does good for you. But the problem with that is it then you have to reword and there were a lot of them because some of them were like, like 12 other cards because there are a lot of other cards that say the, the characteristic of hit cannot be modified. But then that's the char- fine because it says yeah. hit. What I would like to see them do with this, and maybe if this is what they've intended, they've intended it, but then I think he needs to yeah. change in other ways. But what I would like to think the intention was all modifiers to the characteristic profile. You know, to call the top the profile. Oh, I you see know, what you're Something yeah. like that. Okay, you can never th- count him as... You know, nothing you have will ever lower toughnesses. Nothing you ever have will ever lower movement values. Nothing you have, make it, nothing you have will ever lower OC. There you go. Yes. Technically, right now, um, they, Battle Shot, they don't care about. No. Yeah, they're OC too. Oh, He's wait, no, OC no, no, too no, 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 which counteracts exactly what this says. Which exactly. Means, and I wait, actually, let me check. While you keep talking about him, I will yeah. look up developer's commentary. Because yeah, pull that up because that means, maybe I'm that going means crazy, this wording is not well that. done yet. Yes, um, hold on. Okay. So, Moment Shackle, uh, once per battle, at the start of a fight phase, he can select one of the following effects until the end of that fight phase. His axe is normally six attacks, so he can make it 12. He could have a two up invul save, that's gross. Um, or uh, his unit has fries first, gross. Um, he can do really good things. <laughs> Um, I like it. Gross. <laughs> yes. Uh, for his axe in ranged, uh, it's an assault weapon, 24 inches, uh, two attacks, strength five, AP minus two, three damage. So really, really good bolter, bolt gun. Um, his melee weapon, it's six attacks. Of course, it's always on twos. Strength 10, AP minus two, three damage. So it's very, very good. And you could make it 12 once per game if that's what you need. Or if you're worried about being destroyed, you could give yourself to a pinball save. Or if you really need like three units, the fights first, you could absolutely choose. He gets the fights first. A captain gives the zero CP use and spend two CP. Uh, you can and I was have... wrong. It is a modifier, by the way. So yeah, he ignores that too. Yeah. So currently he ignores that. So his I units always OC twos for all their models. Whoops. I played yeah. that hilariously wrong. Okay. You, you, you played it. I I don't want to think his ability means to do exactly the way they worded it because that seems way too crazy for the amount of points you spend on this guy for how tough he is and how tough the unit he's in. If he was like the leader of a sister's unit, yeah, go ahead, cool. Because I can I can realistically take them down. What this guy's going to be in is going to be exceedingly tough to get through. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I mean... I, I don't blame anyone who takes them because he is exceedingly good. So why wouldn't you take him if he's like one of the best units? I think the list that don't take him. I think the list that don't take him replace him with a bike captain, and take a unit of bikes. Yeah, they replace the warden unit with bikes, and they replace him with a bike captain to get more mobility. Because we I should replace in wardens. Yeah, like I said, you can deep strike a lot of your units, but since your units are expensive, you're going to have less of them. Starting less stuff on the board can absolutely be a very big danger. Yeah. So, all right, all right, let's talk about Christopher Walken. I'm sorry, Valerian. So, <laughs> Valerian, normal custodian. Oh, uh, uh, you think Christopher Walken? Yeah, that's Christopher. Wal- that's l- zoom in on that face. 
That is 100% Christopher Walken. I guess. I would also say maybe a contemporary Jeff Goldblum. The hair. It's the Christopher Walken. Oh, I agree. The the hair. hair. Yeah, you'd have to change the hair for Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. It's got to be the hair. Anyway, so six move, six toughness, two four up, six wounds, six leadership, two OC. So very custodian leader stat line. Feel no pain, six up. Uh, Marsh Kadaz, Gordon Laurels. Here's another cool ability. While this model is leading a unit, each time a melee attack targets that unit, worsen the armor pennant characteristic by one. So I did the math on this one. There, and I forgot to count, there is a shit ton of melee weapons that are AP minus one. So this actually helps a lot. This is an addition where they've lowered the AP. The most common AP is zero. The next most common is one. And on a melee weapon where it's like minus one, two damage... Or just minus one, one damage. You just say, no, I'm taking a two up. Yep. This is very good. Um, Hero of Lion's Gate. Once per battle round, you can reroll one hit roll, one rune roll. Who cares? Because you could also do a saving throw <laughs> made for the model. In addition, once per battle, after making a hit roll, wound roll, or saving throw for this model, you can change the result of that roll to an unmodified roll of six. So you always get a reroll of a hit, wound, or save. I think it's once per battle round. Yes, once per battle yeah, round. Yeah, once per battle round. And then once per game, you could turn it to a six automatically. Yeah. Uh, he has a spear, essentially a special spear, uh, Gnosis. Yeah, it's an Gnosis. assault weapon, 24 inches, three shots, not two. Two's to hit strength, four AP, one, two damage. Um, but in melee, it's seven attacks. Uh, two's to hit strength, eight AP, three, two damage. So it's got a better strength, a better AP, and the same damage. Um, but again, you're taking him for the support. You're taking him for the buffs he gives to the unit. Yeah. Um, um, and he's cheap as well. He's like 115. He's 115, yeah. Yeah. Heroes of the Lion Gate is very strong. The the reroll, the wound, or say saving throw, isn't going to matter too much because you're not allowed to take saves on the character while the unit's matter. there. <laughs> yes, but the character's there. But rerolling one of his hits or his wounds against this typical Marine, he's hitting on twos, wounding on twos, on seven. You are statistically going to miss one on one or the other at least. He gets that back. Yep. Uh, minus one to the armor pen makes him very, very survivable. And, and I was going to remember, he's usually in Guardians. He's going to be in Guardians. Was he Guard and Wardens? Yeah. So Guardians get to reroll ones anyway and reroll yes. all wounds if they're in an objective, but reroll ones on wounds to objective. So maybe you just want to reroll the hit. Yeah. yeah. So he's, 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 he's a pretty damn good leader. He is good. I do hate his face. It's, it's an all. I, I, did I rep- Hold on. Just do you own this? Mo- you you own this model. Well, I know you do. You own them all. I put a helmet on him. I put a helmet on him. I agree. I, I, it is I bad. Normally, don't. I do keep faces where faces are available. Um, sometimes I usually you're talking while facing away. There you go. Oh, sorry. I usually put faces on people who have faces. Although Trajan, I did helmet as well because I did not like Trajan's helmet uh, head. Yeah. But I mean, let's be honest. Like, yeah, his face is awful. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, it's really bad. It's kind of a shame that it's as bad as it is, but it is really, really bad. Yeah, it is. Ugly Knot, I think, is next. Yeah. The ugliest. The, oh, God. This it's, thing. it's just a Vendred. It's oh, fine. So disgusting. Compared, compared to the Forge World ones, this is awful. That's okay. Um, what I'm thinking probably, actually, from watching, we'll probably just go through the base stuff. We're almost done it. We got that in Land Raider, and then we'll maybe save... The How many Forge World stuff is it? It's, it's, uh, two, four, six, uh, 14. seven, or eight, 30, 13, nine, 13. 10, 11, 12. There's like 13 or 14. That's too much. It's 13. No it's 26 pages. 26 pages. So 13. Yeah, yeah. So it's 13 things. No. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get through this. That'll yeah. give us a good stopping point after this. Because, um, I mean, for anyone watching, this is 
almost get someone getting close to eleven, and I get up somewhat early, so I definitely yeah, can't no, go you're for good, that you're much good. longer. But we'll, the only we'll thing be I'm going to say is the only thing I'm going to say is the dreadnoughts finally get karate. Yes, <laughs> that is true. He's Marshall now. <laughs> he's uh, he's 185 points. So this is the first thing that's not a quote unquote human. Um, at least in his look, he was. Uh, how, how do they feel about dreadnoughts? Are they okay being dreadnoughted or no? Yes and no. Um, usually custodians, the moment, the moment they slow down, yeah. lore wise, like they, they, they a micro fraction, they, they take off their armor and they become what they call the, I think it's called the eyes of the emperor. So, okay. I don't know how they do it, but they become spies. They go to worlds, they spy for the emperor. How a nine foot tall demigod is hiding is fucking beyond me but that's essentially what they do they, they basically retire and as per retire or they become inquisor- inquisitorial agents right okay but they take off their army they remove their weapons they become essentially they still work um yeah. the only time they get interred is that in between period where they slow down and they retire or they're just mortally freaking wounded yeah right they, they, there's no like black and white it's not like oh i'm Oh, and even bionics. They're okay with bionics as okay. long as they don't slow down. That's like the key. If they cannot do their job up to the perfection levels that they were supposed to be doing with the bionic, mm. they become eyes of the emperor. They retire. Got it. This They only become interred when they get like fucked up. Like, Understood. like really bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. So 185 points is getting you a move six. He's toughness nine, two up save, five up in on this. Uh, 10 wounds on leadership six counts for three objective points. He deadly demises one. He has an unyielding ancient. So this is something that um, uh, the contemptors in general have. The first time the model is destroyed, uh, remove it from play without resolving its deadly demise ability. Then at the end of that phase, whatever phase it went down in, roll d6. On a two up, you set it back up as close as possible to where it was destroyed. Cannot be put in engagement range with any units and it gets d6 wounds back. All contemptors have this currently. So you come back. To so life. fun. So fun. <laughs> um, he's equipped with a combi bolter, a multi melta, and his contemptor combat weapon. You can remove his multi sorry, his multi melta and put a carrier's pattern assault cannon on him. Uh, his close combat weapon goes at first. It's five attacks on twos, of course. Strength 12, AP minus two, three damage. So good, a good weapon. That is a very nice stat line. This is one of the few things we've seen that actually gets even above, say, the nine. This is something that at least can punch through these heavier uh, opponents. Mm-hmm. Multi-Melta is what a Multi-Melta is. It has the Melta 2, two shots at 18-inch range. Strength and AP minus 4, D6 damage, or D6 plus 2 if you're in the half range and all. Uh, he's got his Combi Bolter. Combi Bolter is in the fist. Um, it is a, a two-shot rapid fire 2. It's a Combi Bolter, as we've seen. Uh, the Assault can, if you choose it, is Devastating Wounds on 24 inches. It's six attacks, strength seven, AP minus one, one damage. Um, I would leave the multi melta on him because this is the first instance we've had of anti tank. Yep. Unless you're taking a bunch of the uh, four dwarf related raiders. things. Or, but, or land raiders. Land yes. raiders are Yeah, we're going to get the. Yeah, absolutely. That's the last thing we're going to end up talking about today. But I I, I like him with the multi melta because I yep. need something to punch through the very heavy things. Yep. But. I mean, just again, another. The reason he's 185, by the way, he's expensive, is because they know karate now. The ability to give him lethal hits, sustained hits, or minus one to be hit in melee is nice. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
What's the fact, base cost of, the stuff... of Contemptor otherwise? 170. So he's he's only a little yeah. bit more than the normal Contemptor. Yeah. But he has that flexibility. So. Yes. He, he's a lot more survivable because of that stuff alone. Yep. So the, the, the minus one to hit, I think, is, is great for him because you're already at toughness nine. So a lot of stuff in close combat is going to hit you worse and is probably wounding you on fives, maybe fours, because yep. you're not seeing a lot of close combat at much higher than a, and a nine on average things. Yeah, you're going to have something crazy, but. All right. Um, I guess the last, last thing is the Land Raider, least, although it's venerable. The world, yeah. Uh, I don't think the venerable means anything, to be quite honest. But Old. Yeah. Just means Movement old. 10, toughness 12, two up save, 16 wounds, six leadership, five OC. I think it's a normal Land Raider stat line. I'm gonna I'm looking that up now. Yeah, deadly demise D6. Fun fact, the tanks know karate as well, by the way. <laughs> so you need your tank to be minus one to hit. Do it. <laughs> it's so stupid. It just wiggles. It wiggles in place. He he's cheaper than the standard land raider. Standard land raider is two seventy five, he's two sixty. Really? Yeah. Oh, but the Sandal Land Raider has Oath of the Moment. That's probably why Oath, yes. Oath of the Moment. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, you can make a minus one hit in close combat, which is just fucking hilarious. He wiggles. Um, he does have an assault ramp, so each time a unit disembarks from this model, after it's made a normal move, it can still declare a charge. So for those who don't know, this thing can move 10, you disembark 3, and then you can charge. Yes. So you have a, you have a 13-inch... Um, threat radius essentially mm -hmm. well 13 plus 2d6 yeah yeah Th 13 that you're at and then your additional 2d6 yeah. um and it's one to five wounds subtract one from the hit roll and oh it does hit on twos too i think the normal lander hits on threes which is nice for so, oh for blitzkill yes that's yes, probably what so, makes it actually venerable most uh space marine vehicles are all on threes certain it, weapons so like the hunter killers on it too but everything else is on threes it. naturally so god oh yeah you could take a hunter killer on this do it because it's free it's free for so now. god hammer is the hunter killers to say this ain't still the same thing by the way Strength 14, AP3, D6, one shot, whatever. Storm Bolter is a Storm Bolter. Uh, Heavy Bolter is sustained hits one, twin linked, uh, strength, uh, three attacks at uh, strength five, AP minus one, two damage. And then the Godhammer Laz Cannons are your normal Laz Cannons. Um, two attacks each, because he's got two of them. Yep. So two attacks each, strength 12, AP3, D6 plus one damage at 48 inches, uh, but it hits on twos, which is nice. Yeah. Um. Over. I I bought two land raiders, so I'm gonna be using land raiders in some of my lists. I just gotta paint it. Um. Because I I haven't seen anyone take land raiders yet, but I don't want to play. You know, I don't play competitively. I play for fun, and I totally want to take. How many? Can I take six? Uh. What? How many yeah, people so can here's go inside? The, yeah. So here's where I hate GW yet again. Why? I want to stick wardens in here, right? Yeah. Do Wardens it. are three to six. Okay, do it. A leader makes them f seven. Don't do that. I, then. I can't. But all of their abilities work only if you attach a leader to them. Take a three man with a leader. Uh, when I want, it, uh, there's empty spaces. <laughs> but uh, honestly, that's really probably why you don't see them as much. It, it, yeah. It's not that it's bad. It is overall good. Last cannons are definitely good. That's something this army so far from what we've seen is absolutely lacking. But. This is an expensive army. This is an expensive transport. And the fact that it's six instead of seven means a lot of these units that you want to get to six, you then can't take the leader. So you're kind of at a little bit of a disadvantage on that. I just think yep. in, a, in an army where you're spending tons of points, you just don't have the spare points for an extra 270 for this. You know, Pretty much. Because that, that three-man unit, 
if you do that three man unit with the leader, they're like the same cost as this or more. Yes, pretty so much. So you're looking at a quarter of your army, more than probably a quarter of your army for one unit in a land raider. Yep. You already don't have a lot. So it works well in, say, Space Marines because I have some cheaper units. I can get a couple extras. I can help hold my objectives. Putting some of this down, the fact that they're kind of together for a while, it means you have a lot less board presence. And since the name of the game is scoring objectives, it's going to be a little bit harder early. So, all right. Um, that then will take us to final thoughts for this portion. Like I said, we'll go through the Forge yeah, we'll World things the next Forge time. World. It's just too many things. Because I was going to say, oh, they're lacking anti-tank except the Land Raider, but we know Forge World has the anti-tank. Yeah. That's why. Out of the book, so out of out of base GW plastic, this is yes. what we have here. So we're going to view this as pure base GW plastic. So even pure base GW plastic, even with pure GW base plastic, this is still a great army. You don't need, yes. even though Forge World is a shit, I think Forge World is 55% of the army. Hold on. There's 26 in Forge World, so 13 and 40. Oh, no, but okay, so 42 minus, hold on. We're uh, removing like three or four pages. The seven, Forge World's seven. not quite half. It's like 40% of the list. Yeah, but it's not damn near a lot. I think they're the highest Forge World to plastic ratio. Yes. Um. So, but you can absolutely play this army without Forge World. You don't, this is, even though there's a lot of units in Forge World, you can absolutely play fully plastic army. Just taking Custodians, Contemptors, Wardens, Terminators, and hell, stick a Land Raider in there with some bikes, still a very damn good list. The, the, they are very beginner friendly. They can paint up really easily, depending on what you're trying to do. The Marshal Katas got fixed, so you're not having to explain like 20 minutes to your opponent what they do. Um, they do play, so this is like the Eve problem. They do play easy, but they're hard to kind of win with, in my opinion. I know Dave might disagree here. I absolutely but, disagree in every way. Yeah. It's, so yeah, you have the four up crutch and everything, but every custodian you lose does hurt. And so if you're playing like Space Marines with Oath of the Moment and you don't know how to hide your army or when to activate your stratagems or when to, you know, do certain things or like, let's say, picking up your Alaris and putting them someplace, this army does require some finesse because you have so little models, but it all is still easy to play. I don't know if that made any sense. Uh like. It's easy to pick up and play. I can pick up this army. It's probably one of the easiest armies to play. Oh, definitely. But to win with does require some thinking, especially if you're playing against Gene Steeler Colts or Eldar or even Space Marines. Because if you play against Space Marines and they oath the moment a squad and it's out in the open, that squad's gone. Absolutely, that squad's gone. Yeah. Um, so it does require some tactics. It's not like a pick up and win army. It's not Eldar. <laughs> it's not Eldar. Um. Okay, but Dave can with that. If, yeah. if we go if we go outside of the armies that obviously have problems, so let's not talk about other. Let's not talk about genes to their colts. Yeah. If we go out of the armies that obviously have problems, I think this can be one of the easier pick up to win armies. A few reasons. One, um, if you're playing against other people who are new, this army can be very very different because now you suddenly have toughness levels that you're you're not wounding things the same way you used to. Normally, say you're playing against, playing Space Marines and all, you're used to wounding on fours, maybe some stuff on threes. So you're not doing any of that here. You're doing that with your big heavy weapons, but your base stuff, so everything is sort of like a mini tank that you're fighting against. 
that can definitely throw the sort of curve of what it is that you're doing. Um, I do think they have a, a lot of strength. Like I said, if you throw out the absolute top, I think they're probably one of the top armies outside of that. Um, I think they play spoiler for a lot of things. We saw at Tacoma what they did. We, we, we've seen other spots. I, I think their win rate sort of hides how good they are because their win rate looks a lot worse than they actually so are. So again, I have their win rates up. So against Eldar, Gene Steeler, Cold, Space Marines, Necrons, Imperial Knights, their win rate drops below 40%. Right? Yeah. Against Vote, well, I'm not going to count Vote in for Vote in. Uh, against Thousand Suns, Grey Knights, um, Astro Militarum is 50, so I'm not going to count that. I'm counting stuff that's like above 60, essentially. Yeah. Anything that's 50, I'm going to, that's even, right? So against Thousand Suns, Grey Knights, Tyran, oh yeah, Tyranids. I guess the new stuff hasn't come out yet. Tyranids, um, Astro Militarum is 55, so I'm going to keep that in the 55. Yeah, that that one I'm gonna that one I'm kind of back and forth on because it says fifty five. No, you can just go past. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um. So where was I? Sorry. I so is, all those other armies, they're currently sixty percent or better. Yeah, I'm scrolling. Is that down. the idea? Sorry. That's right. Um. Yeah, I'm just going through the armies. Apologies. So sorry. So against um sisters, sisters, thousand sons, gray knights. Um, Mechanicus, poor Mechanicus. See, the thing is, I don't want to count Mechanicus because Mechanicus is at the very bottom anyway. But Mechanicus. But, but then you, but then you, yeah. at the same moment, then you can't look at Eldar at all. Because yeah, true. At I the know. Top. So uh, no, there's still an so army. Mechanicus, in the game. Death Guard, they're 50 or 52, I should say. Uh, demons, Orcs, Tau is 50. I guess Tau because of the amount of just three damage shots they have. But, okay. so, so, so I want, yeah, so. Let, Go ahead. So, so let's talk about now, now. These are where do you get the stats from? So this is from uh, not BCP. This is from. Give me a second. This is from. Well, it takes it from BCP. It's okay. from a stat generator that uses BCP stuff. Okay. Um, later, send me a link to it. I'll put a link in the show video. Yes. Here, okay, you know, here's fun. the other part that I'm going to say about all these stats. So here is yeah. why the other way to talk about statistics is the art of lying. Here's the problem with these stats. These stats are coming from competitive tournaments. So if we look at a pure competitive scene, we can sort of see where this comes out. And, and we know, though, the average player, most people are not playing competitive. This game is probably, I don't know, 10% competitive, 90% everyone who's not. So if we're relying on the stats there, yes, they have a somewhat equal matchup versus, say, a variety of armies. But when you're playing against in a non-competitive format, when you're playing, essentially, I'm bringing what I feel like, I'm bringing the models I like that are cool. If your models are, in general, pound for pound stronger than mine, and I'm not trying to optimize my list, I think Custodes get a more optimized list much easier. Partly yes. because of the amount of unit choices they have, but I think your list, on general, will be a stronger list than a random list that someone else builds. Competitive play, yeah, I mean... They're, they're probably going to struggle against maybe no, no, um, agree Elder with that. many no, levels. I'll agree with that. It's just because, and I think it's because their army is so built on that two-up, four-up, four-up. Yes. It, it's no matter what you take, you're good to go. There's yes. really no bad choice with them. Yes. That's why I think, you know, if you think about the ultra-competitive level, they might not perform quite as well there. But if we think about where most people are playing, that's why I think of them more as a spoiler-style army because of the amount of strength that they have and because of how good they are, that if you're going for your pickup game on a Friday and you decide, hey, these are the models I have and I want to build it, 
you know, it might not be necessarily a, a good time versus this. So um, I don't it, know what they would do the, differently. The irony but. is that it literally depends 50-50 on your roles too. It um, does, but it, yeah. it always depends on people's roles, but they always have at worst a 50-50. A lot of their people have maybe a none. Yeah, There's many chances where you have a 16.7% chance or no chance. They always have a 50-50 no matter what you're doing. If, if, if you can roll average when you always have at least a 50-50, it gives you a, a leg up. Um, then I just don't, I don't like all the gold, but that's me. I, I, I don't wouldn't do want to do the gold. You know my army. You've seen my army. I yeah. don't do gold. Even that Although, though, yeah. I will say, I will say, mm. uh, now that I figured out how... Have you ever seen my epic army, the custodian epic army that I did? I, I'm sure at some point. It's been a little bit since we've done anything with epic. I figured out how to do the forge. So, so you see the Games Workshop gold? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen the Forge World version of them? Yes. So you know how it's like a different, more rustic gold? Yes, it is. Do you like that more? I like it more. Yes. I still don't like so all I, the gold, but I do like it more. I figured out how to do that doing my epic custodians. Mm. And while I love my shadow keepers, don't get me wrong, I love here. Let me take my camera real quick. So that way. We, oh, it's on. Do you know what it is? It's yeah, on, you got your background uh, blur. Yeah, blur. There we go. There we go. While I love, for those who maybe haven't seen it or whatever, but you probably saw the video of me. I love the silver, right? I love the silver yeah. with the bronze, the inverse, the shadow keepers, right? Yes. But let me see here. Hold on. Give me one hot minute. Remember that we do do this as an audio only format as well. Oh, I know. So now we have to listen on YouTube. Uh, yeah. That's right. And you could see you could see Dan's beard that way. No, no. Hold on. You could count what the amount you? of gray hairs. You, you could do that with mine, but it's going to be all. So the answer's all. So old. Don't get old, kids. Because wow, no, pretty much back is all hurting. I got sciatica now. <laughs> it's when you get to your thirties when you realize you start calling things the good blank. So like you have your good knee, you have your good arm. It's 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 it gets oh, to be right. sad. Like all the memes you hear about when you get older, they're all true. Every Jesus. one of them. So to give an idea, oh my God, Lord have mercy. This is the gold I came up with. I don't know if you can match I, that. I I could see it. I can see it yeah. there. So, so it's for a anyone much looking darker. at it, it's, yeah, it's, it's less it's less darker. It's 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 a less saturated. It's maybe the best way to describe it if anyone's not currently viewing this. Um, but it's a less saturated gold. Um, all right. Since we are an audio format, we're gonna try to try to steer a little bit away from that. But um, as Dan is there showing Epic, once Epic drops, we'll obviously do some stuff related to Epic. We'll hopefully play some games related to Epic. Um, I'm hoping to get some more battle reports recorded shortly, but with my work schedule now, I haven't been able to get in the same way. I'm hoping to do something later on on Friday. That's my goal. I was originally going to record some Conquest games on Saturday, although that's my anniversary, so I don't think that's happening. Um, we're going to see some other stuff, but hopefully we'll get some more games in shortly. But that is going to do it for us tonight. So we do thank everyone who does listen. Um, I said we do this in the audio format in any podcast you listen to. We also have all of this on YouTube as well as some other videos. Um, still hoping to get at least a few other things out this week. We have to see, but I do have some time, uh, time tomorrow. Although since a lot of my weekends taken up, I might try to actually do some form of game tomorrow. We got to see, um, for things that we have coming up, hopefully next week we'll make that Votan video. Um, that's the hope for next week. We'll also finish this out next week as well. And then hopefully if, uh, Steve can, uh, get his sleep schedule back in order, we'll have some 30 K stuff come out next week. We wanted to at least do that Raven guard right war because we let that go on forever. Um, I'd it's like to start talking about point. inducti because those are a thing. <laughs> I kind of want to do the inducti maybe just in a um, in a tier. So we'll talk about what they are, but we'll also tier them at the same time because I think that yeah. makes it more interesting. Otherwise, it's just a really boring conversation. <laughs> no, I agree. 
and a few other big things with that. Um, I said, hopefully we're going to get some other content out soon. I do want to get out some conquest stuff that I've been working on. Um, I've been painting a whole bunch of Shatterpoint, so I do want to start getting some more stuff out about that. I'd like to record some games related to it. Um, just depends on availability, that sort of thing. was hopefully going to get a game in this week, but life just got a little too busy for the other person. So we will see about all of that. Um, if you want to reach out to us, we have our Discord, we have Facebook, we have all those sorts of things. We have our email, trainkickersnj at, at gmail.com. If you like our content and you want to support us, we do have a Patreon as well. The links are always in the show notes. If you have the means and you enjoy it, we ask you to take a look. Um, other than that, I think that is absolutely everything. So, on behalf of everyone here at the show, then, has a good hobbying and some great gaming. <laughs>